Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Rise and shine! Googans, go time! On a Tuesday morning, it's Catlin' Chuck Accessories Tuesday. All the fun and frivolity and sports infotainment that'll come along with that. E.T., good morning, my brother. How are we? Yeah. Uh, that's my man right there. My man! Got E.T. in today. Oh, yeah. A little jabbing, a little bobbing, a little weaving. See how it goes. Perhaps sip a little Tennessee whiskey. Or walk out of the room in a huff as the fireball jingle plays. One of the two. That's how it works. Uh, we got brunch with the tour. The juicy world of golf. And it starts to get serious, right? Players is just around the corner, gang. We're like five weeks away, maybe five, six weeks away from uh, the players. Uh, we'll be out there next week for media day, talking even um, more in depth about that particular event. But meanwhile, the PGA Tour uh, continues with some real interesting storylines. You know, I, I think some muck, uh, some muscle was been flexed by some of the big boys. Uh, John Rahm has been playing terrifically. Rory McIlroy, we told you, won that European event at Dubai. And Max Homa was a winner this week. And, and Homa is gaining steam. Uh, and it'll be... Interesting guy to talk about a little bit with the brunch for the tour as we turn our attention to golf. Golf gets really fun and interesting from now really through the majors with big events and hurt feelings and spicy storylines. It's going to be a fun year for golf, and uh, we got brunch with the tour kicked off last week, and we will uh, continue that today. So uh, the Lockett Law High School report, uh, a lot of our high school teams are heading into their postseasons. Others are just getting their sports started up, and we keep you up to date on that prep calendar all year long with the Lockett Law High School report. That comes your way every Tuesday as well. So um, we've got that in, in front of us. The Senior Bowl is this week. Amazing how your perspective on those sorts of events shifts a little when your football team stays alive and, and relevant, isn't it? But the Senior Bowl, historically, has, has been the place to go find talent, right? Many Jaguars have matriculated through the Senior Bowl. I think, most notably, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor may have been an MVP at, at a Senior Bowl. But much like the Combine has... Well, quite frankly, it's lost not just a little, but a lot of juice. And I think it's these on-campus workouts that have changed that, right? Organizations can specifically target guys they're interested in, work them out on their campus. They can also have, what is it, up to 30 visits. They get to be, bring people in. You know, in all honesty, the Senior Bowl is probably best served for a kid who might be outside draftability or, or projected lower than he thinks he can rise to. And it's being treated as such. I was really surprised with this stat. E.T., you tell me. How many first-round picks last year were in the Senior Bowl? Came from the Senior Bowl? Ooh. Yeah, how many? Take a second and think about it. And, and, and look, and don't let me, like, undersell to, you know, too hugely. There are a lot of big-time prospects at the Senior Bowl this and every year, so... Don't get me wrong on that, but we talked about the quarterbacks earlier. You won't find Will Levis there. You won't find some of these other players there. In the past, they may have been more willing and 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 ready to go 
uh, to something like a senior bowl. So the quarterbacks in particular, like if I told you this year's uh, quarterback class, it, you would be do be a lot of head scratching. The, the quarterbacks, um, you know, the best of the quarterbacks there, really. Probably Max Duggan. Here are your quarterbacks. Max Duggan, you remember from TCU. Dude named Clayton Toon from Houston. Malik Cunningham from, from Louisville. Jake Hayner from Fresno State. I mean, that's not exactly Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. But anyway, back to the question. Long enough for you to ponder, my friend. How many first-round picks last year were at the Senior Bowl? I would say no more than five. Six, yeah, you named it, six. Okay. I bet you a quick, uh, let's fire up the Google machine. Got no pretense here, man. Y'all just uh, welcome aboard, six o'clockers, up and at him. We Love them. Yeah, you, you'll just um, just take this journey with us. I mean, you're in the back seat. We're chatting here. Let me look this up. Uh, I wonder, like, historically, how many Senior Bowl. Uh, okay, here. Uh that's ah, going to take me a while. Gang, we're going to put that one in the closet and pull it back out. But the Senior Bowl is underway. Uh, you know, if, if from our Jaguars' perspective here, and certainly that's always the first one we take, it's all about identifying. I got a list right here. Of first-rounders, like yeah. historically? Oh, no, no, no. Just last yeah, year. Yeah, last year, yeah. No, I meant like year to year. I'm thinking that number has gone down is my point. You know, I'm thinking I bet 20 years ago there may have been 20 players from the Senior Bowl, who made up uh, the first round, and we'll 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 verify that. Um, now, look again. That's first round, top in. Just because, look at the end of the day, there is a reality that we don't acknowledge enough. We just accept it. But the NFL makes so many huge, glaring mistakes, right? Any third round Pro Bowl, Travis Kelsey. I mean, there, there's a ton of guys that, in, in, in if you went back in hindsight, they should have been top three picks, right? I mean, I'm talking about guy, Tom Brady. There's just way too many examples. And so the Senior Bowl does provide all of those guys exposure and, and help slot them. Um, 87 players. Uh, I'm looking at one, at one year. 87 Senior Bowl players were taken in the draft. That's a huge number, right? Um, uh, in fact, wow, this is actually the Sheldon Rankins draft, which is forever ago. So I'm wondering how many... Uh, the 87, a uh, record number of early entries. So, despite that, they had those huge numbers. I'm wondering if I can get, uh, like, Carson Wentz was in the Senior Bowl. Uh, he went high. Uh, no, just four first-round selections even then. I think part of that's the juniors, too, because they now they let the juniors come to the Senior Bowl. They used to not. So the early entries is probably what cut into that. Typically, if you were first-round eligible, you were at the Senior Bowl. But I digress. If you're the Jaguars, I think you play this a lot. Like we, I think there's a, there's a similarity here that we don't acknowledge because it would just be too, I don't know, damning about the process maybe. But I don't think there's a whole big difference in the way an NFL team drafts and the way you draft your fantasy football team. And what I mean is this. You need a running back and you need a receiver. You're coming up on rounds three and four. You look at the board. You look at your values. You figure which of the higher values you're going to get depending on which round pick you use on each player. In other words, you may have seven receivers you think are all really, really good, and you're going to roll the dice. They'll be available when it comes back to you in round four. Meanwhile, in round three, you're going to take this dude, boop, who's number, you know, whatever on your running back list. I think it's the same thing in the, in, for the NFL teams. There's just a lot more players and a lot more positions. They're not making a decision between going tight end round two or taking a, you know, running back. 
from a fantasy football perspective. No, they're thinking about, okay, I need to rush in. I need a corner. I need this. I need a back. And if you look at the needs, you know, the, the defensive, they're going to have to add, assuming Jawan Taylor goes. The further we get removed from this afterglow of the season that was and how important Jawan Taylor is, I think ultimately we're going to reach a decision where Jawan Taylor plays elsewhere. Do you get that feeling, E.T.? I do. Right, and that's not, that's not, that, that, it runs contrary to what the Jags have said publicly, how much they like to keep him. But I just, I feel like Ingram is, will be the priority and money will come Taylor's way. So that leaves you with still what should be two solid starters, but I would think a draft pick is going to be invested there. And you could argue, it would be depending on the level of the talent, if you could turn around and get a Cam Robinson or a Walker Little, someone that good in round two again this year, you just might do it. Despite needs at, you know, rush in or corner or D-line or running back or wherever you may place them. So, I'm looking forward to this next stage of building a winner, E. Brian, I'm looking forward to filling in places. Not, golly, can we just find a playmaker somewhere? By the way, congrats to Jamal Agnew through the alternate process. Has made the Pro Bowl, so we do have one Pro Bowler. Agnew is a return man. Well-deserved, too. Yeah, the return man uh, uh, withdrew, and so um, Agnew got the call. Good for him. Uh, explosive, important football player. A nice piece to a to a winning team. But anyway, the, the, our process now changes. Changes from having a top 10 pick and the pressure of you can't blow it and having so many needs to fine-tuning an operation that took the AFC champions to within a touchdown on their at their place. That's That's... Refreshing, to say the least. And so, I I promise you, uh, ear to the ground, mouths to the microphone, as Jaguars news develops and evolves this offseason, you you got it at the right spot. And I, that would speak from when I sign on at 6 a.m. until, who's the last show here? Hacker After Dark? Hacker After Dark. What time's he go off? Uh, on Tuesdays, he goes off at midnight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay, so, yeah. Uh, this and what's a normal off time for Hacker After Dark? 10 p.m. All right, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. If you turn the radio on here in Jacksonville, Florida, on 92.5 or on the app, or so many different ways y'all listen now. If there's Jaguars news percolating, uh, we got the coffee pot. All right, so um, continued look at that. We'll kick around. We've got some. I think cool trips down memory lane when it comes to the Senior Bowl. Dan and I have both been to the Senior Bowl multiple times through the years. I've probably been to a dozen Senior Bowls. It can probably a similar number. I've been there through Jaguars coaching searches, trying to track guys down. I remember trying, you know, you learn Jack Del Rio is the favorite and you don't even know what Jack Del Rio looks like. And this is before, by the way, the age of, you know, everything is right there at your fingertips. I'm not even sure phones had the the kind of online presence they do now. I don't remember for sure. I don't want to speak out of place. But early 2000s, very possible I had a phone that didn't have internet and pictures. I couldn't just look up a photo of Jack Del Rio. I had to go by, is that Jack Del Rio? <laughs> but a, lo- a lot of, a lot of you know, cool interchanges through the years in uh, Mobile, Alabama at Senior Bowl. So we will uh, go down some of those. Memory lanes. All right. Um, let's turn our attention to the Super Bowl. Uh, listen, the idea here every day is going to be to keep it fresh. Come at you with something that you haven't bombarded, been bombarded with by every uh, news 
uh, reader, every remote report, every website, uh, every social media post that you turn into. And I think I got a couple of those when we come back on the other side. I'm going to compare Patrick Mahomes not to another NFL quarterback and not to another NFL player, but I think I've got I've got a real good comparison for Patrick Mahomes from another sport. These two, I've determined, are the same guy. Same guy, different sport. See what you think. Got E.T. going, hmm, inside the production studio. All right, it is a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Got, got a lot of good football stuff and more when we return. Thanks for being up and at him with us. We, uh, we couldn't do it without you. So if you'd like to weigh in via the text sign designed by Lifetime Exclosures, that number uh, enclosures. Exclosures. Is that even a word? Uh, 641-1010. The email address is the drill at 1010XL.com. All right, we're back. Smooth. Back smooth this morning. Little TLC vibe. All right. I'll ride it in. Come on. Sports is a weird thing, man. Gosh, dog it. Vegas always knows. Vegas always knows. To wit. College basketball last night. I mean, Vegas always knows in those mainstreams. If there's the NFL, there's only 16, 17, you know, 16 games a week. Max, it's easier to know every time or even NBA pro sports. But Vegas always knows. Even with the most obscure college basketball games, they know. This one isn't even obscure. Let me set this thing up. Uh, like pregame from the Vegas perspective. Hmm, Vegas says. We got um got a college basketball slate tonight. Um, all right, everyone gather around. I'm sure they got a big room, right? They got guys that are experts in 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 different uh, you know, aspects and areas. So they gather them in. They say, all right, uh, guys, let's uh, go to the Big 12 here. Let's talk about Iowa State, Texas Tech. Iowa State. <laughs> I mean, what in the world, dude? Iowa State's number 13 in the country. Um, Texas Tech is, let me look here. Okay, guys, says uh, Texas Tech is 0-8 in the Big 12. Oh, oh, okay. So Iowa State's number 13. They're 15-5. and 5. Texas A&M is 11-10. and 10. They've not won in the Big 12 yet. They're 0-8. Okay, that's interesting. Everybody agree we're leading Iowa State here, right? Or we're going to put the number. I got number 13, Iowa State, who's 6-2 and two in the Big 12 and, you know, hovering around the top 10 at Texas Tech, 0-8 in the conference. We leaning Iowa State, gang? Oh, yeah, so far, boss, that sounds good. Yeah, sounds like an Iowa State lean to me. All right, have these two played yet this year? Somebody get me that. Uh, guys, uh, take a look. Have these two played yet this year? Uh, yeah, boss, I got it here. Texas Tech played at Iowa State. Uh, looks like about a month ago. Yeah, how'd that game go? Um, Iowa State won 84-50. to 50. All right, that, that's the pregame conversation about the Iowa State-Texas Tech guy. Okay? Then Jimmy the Mongoose steps in from... Out of the shadows. Jimmy Mongoose, what's up? Yeah, boss, I'm just going to tell you, I I think we should make Texas Tech the favorite in this game. Say, wait, what now? Yeah. 
Uh, Jimmy M, they beat them 84-50 to earlier this year. Texas Tech has not won a game in conference yet. You want to make Texas Tech the favorite? Trust me, boss. So they go with Jimmy Mongoose, and they make Texas Tech a two-point favorite over a team that beat them by 34 points earlier this year, despite the fact that they have not won in conference this year. (laughs) Your final last night from Lubbock, Texas. In overtime, Texas Tech, 80. Iowa State, 77. Man, that's so crazy. (laughs) They get it every time. Come on, man. Oh, by the way, Iowa State led by 23 in the second half. What? Then Jimmy Mongoose made a call. Jimmy Mongoose made a call to the arena. Hey, yo, what's going on here? We need to start. We need to start missing. Texas Tech comes uh, from behind, and they they beat Iowa State, a team that riddled them by thirty four earlier this year, and they do it as a two point favorite. They win by three. They always know. He, they always know. All right, um, I got a couple things here. Super Bowl wise, I. We've marveled at Patrick Mahomes. We talked about this, like, even before and after the Jaguars game. And and one thing about him that is just so, like, evergreen, it'll stay that way is what I mean, is that he doesn't have hardly any unlikability around him. Right? I mean, unless you're getting, like, you know, super, like, topical and you don't like his hair I'm talking about real things right he's not unlikable at all you know he does those all state commercials they're funny you can tell he doesn't quite have it down but that's okay it's they're quoting to use a the wife's word they're cute they're cute commercials right very likable dude right a winner already won MVP already won a Super Bowl he goes to the conference championship every well every year five years in a row Completely stays out of any kind of crossfire about anything controversial or anything that would lead to any dislike. We talked, he's got like a, just a tad of extended dislike only because of the social media presence of his, you know, those close to him. But, you know, he's managed to dominate, be great, and be likable. That's not easy to do. There's always a segment that turns on the winner, right? We don't like the guy dominating. Would you not say that Patrick Mahomes is more popular or at least more likable? I don't know about popularity. Would you not say he's more likable than Tom Brady? He's absolutely more sure, likable right? than Tom Brady. Right. Now, he hasn't quite won to the degree of Brady, but he's been Brady-like here to start his career for sure. Anyway, uh, a lot of that will get fortified if the Chiefs beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, right? So, yeah, here's Mahomes, just just, just young and, and uh, personable, likable, comes from a family, his pops, pro athlete, Played in Major League Baseball for a long time. I mean, not a great player, just a good player, but the son of a pro athlete. Now, can you think of a guy in another sport that would fit a similar mode? Yeah. Very likable dude. He's been a champion. He's been an MVP. He, too, is the son of a former pro athlete. Steph Curry. Steph, yeah. 
I've determined that Mahomes and Steph are like same person. Yeah, they're the same dude, aren't they? Annoying wives. A little bit. Awesome athletes. From 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 athlete stock. Everyone likes them. Everyone likes them. They down to both good at golf. You could see them at one of these made for golf events. Um every down to their skin tone, ET. Yeah. They're right? cousins. They're, they are like wonder twins from two parallel sports universes. And I, I'm sure if we went back through time, we could pick and choose, you know, maybe some some others like this that could cross over. But, man. Yeah, these what, two are like right now right, in our face. It, and, and they're so similar. Very. I just, I don't, you know, forever great players in different sports have their own, you know, quirks and differences. But, man, the resumes on these two cats are really Really similar. I mean, could go back further. Neither went to the powerhouse in their sport, right? Steph came from Davidson. Mahomes was at Texas Tech. Each put up wild numbers in college. Uh, where did Steph go? Seventh? I think, I think Mahomes went, I mean, they're real close. Was Mahomes eighth or was he 11th? You look up Steph. I'll look up Mahomes. Steph went seventh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Mahomes in the uh, twenty. Let's just go right down here to it. Let's don't mess around. Uh, you love to scroll on the computer. It's unlike the phone. The phone boom. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes went tenth. Tenth. Right. Another similarity. Two guys. That, guess what? Should have been number one in their draft classes, right? Absolutely. Oops, our bad. Oh, the teams in front. Of, don't forget the Chiefs traded up with Buffalo to get that pick. But the chief, the teams in front of the Chiefs, including yours truly, Jaguars, who look they had they had, they had committed themselves by then to to Blake Bortles, but Leonard Fournette. We we talked a lot about Deshaun Watson that draft and taking him anyway, but but. There wasn't a, a, a groundswell, a drum beating for Patrick Mahomes. Not saying that his name wasn't mentioned in a grander scale, but a couple factors. One, the Jags not really wanting a quarterback. It felt like we didn't get into who we thought that quarterback would or could or should be. The Bears took Mitch Trubisky, number two overall. The Niners took Solomon Thomas, number three overall. The Titans took Corey Davis, Receiver from Western Michigan, number five overall. The Bengals at number nine took John Ross. You want to talk about inexact science? We can all pick apart what our what our teams do. And the Steph's draft was just as bad. Blake Griffin went first overall. You take Steph. Hashim Tabit, Oof. second. Oof. James Harden went third. Good player, but you take Steph. Uh-huh. Tyreek Evans went fourth. Ouch. That's the same position, man. <laughs> Ricky Rubio went yeah. fifth. This, oh. Johnny Flynn yeah. went right before Think Steph. Think about the T. Didn't the T-Wolves go Rubio-Flynn back-to-back uh-huh. at point guard? Yep. And Steph is right there the next right pick. Right the next pick. Ouchie. Ouch to the E. Man. Wow. So many similarities between these two dudes. I say this. I was watching Steph rip threes again last night. 
Playing crazy at, night. Playing at Oklahoma City. It was, it was such a cool moment, man. So they bring in this little girl from, I say little girl, this young lady who plays basketball in Oklahoma. She set some, maybe the Big 12 or the Oklahoma, some three-point shooting record. I don't know if it was national, Big 12, Oklahoma, but whatever. Steph's in their state, and they arrange, and it looked like it was the girl's mother. It was literally like taking a, a, a little leaguer to meet their athlete. But this girl plays for University of Oklahoma. Uh, so they they corral Steph in the pregame, and he comes over. He's nice, gonna be put his arms around her. He's talking to her, and you, know, you can't hear him. And she's just kind of sitting there, honestly, like a five year old that's stunned that she just met, you know, J Lo, the greatest shooter in the world, right? Right. And so she's just she can't. She's mesmerized. Okay. And so Steph's there, and now she's talking. She's not just you know tongue tied or anything. And Steph leaves, and she goes. And as soon as he leaves, she turns around, and her whole face just just melts into this oh my god and she starts crying quietly as she walks away with her mom just overwhelmed by having met uh steph curry so that was a that was a cool little thing pregame and then steph proceeded i'm sure she's pulling for the thunder that didn't go so well steph started ripping threes from all over the joint um there's some good nba teams with bad records it's gonna be it could be a home stretch here i mean like the lakers are like in serious dangers and not even making the playoffs man what the hell et uh, How's that possible, man, in all seriousness? And if you're the Lakers, you just sit your guys last night? Just sit them? You can afford to do that? Here are the Nets without KD, who's out with a, you know, a legitimate injury. Don't you try and take advantage? Uh, my Hawks play their their altar image. If Steph is, is Mahomes, the Hawks are the Blazers. They're the same team. They got one sharp shooting, all-star, little man. They each made one trip to the conference finals. That's about it. Other than that, there are 500 teams that, you know, make the playoffs most years and get sent home early in most of those years as well. I bring this up because the Hawks lost at Portland last night, which uh, you guys care nothing about. But, yeah, the Lakers at uh, are, are, golly, they're 23 and 28 still, and they are... Two and a half games out of just getting into the play-in as the 10 seed. Golden State is right at the ship a little bit. You know, they got off to that terribly slow start. Remember, they couldn't win any games on the road. Weren't they like 0-13 or yeah, something on the bad. road? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're up to 7-18 and 18 now, and they are uh, firmly in the five spot. And uh, lo and behold, by the time we get to the to the West, are you really going to trust uh, Joe Kitchen the Nuggets? You're really going to take Ja and the Grizzlies? Yeah, are you, th- you really think De'Aaron Fox and the Kings are ready to beat back Steph and those those Warriors? Probably not. All right. Um, I digress. From the uh, text line, Design My Lifetime Enclosures. I love it when the, uh, you know, the celebrities, the true celebrities out there in the listening audience weigh in. You know you're a true celebrity, too. When you do weigh in via the text, you refer to yourself in the third person. And if it's a third person nickname, it's even better. I, I'm not saying this sarcastically. I'm saying that, like, genuinely. From the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. The Mangler is always listening, doing the stationary bike, listening to Prosser and E to the T. The Mangler played in the Senior Bowl. Belichick was our head coach, so I got that on my resume. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. It's our boy Greg Huntington, the Mangler. Stayed around Jacksonville like so many of them have because it's awesome. Also from the text line, we were talking about the Senior Bowl. Uh, Jeff, do you remember the old blue-gray or, uh, blue, or north-south games? You bet I do. E.T., you probably don't remember those, man. Those are right around, you know, those went away. You were you were born already, but they were never huge. It was, uh, look, there, there's a lot of things that played into this. My answer was yes, I do. It was the only football on Christmas Day most years when I was a kid. 
and it was the old blue-gray game. They would play it in Montgomery, Alabama, and it was unique from a variety of reasons. It was an all. This was back when there was only a limited number of bowls. I vaguely remember. So that. you'd watch the blue-gray because a, a player from your team was in the game, and it was a game where they wore their own helmets. But they put a lot of different stickers on. Yeah, the there'd be different stickers all over them. It, it it played on Christmas Day, and again back in the day. Unless the NFL season fell funny or maybe every once in a while a peach bowl would show up. There was no football on Christmas Day. It used to be the holidays. Things actually shut down and families spent time together. They didn't, you know, go over and then settle in front of the TV for 12 hours of the NFL or NBA or whatever it was. So, you know, for, and as a rabid sports fan as a kid, I watched way too much of the, uh, the blue. And they were boring. It was the second level of players. The senior bowls was around too. And the bigger players would go there later after the bowl season. Um but, yeah, you bet I remember. I grew up a Georgia Tech fan because my dad had gone to Georgia Tech, right, until I went off to college myself. So, all growing up, I was a fan of Georgia Tech, just another, you know, sports purgatory my father put me in. It was bad enough I was born in Atlanta where the Braves, Hawks, Falcons all stunk. But Georgia Tech rarely did. They were decent in basketball as I got into, like, middle school, high school years. But football, they were always pretty much terrible. So, the blue-gray game will be the one game where I get to see a Georgia Tech player or two. I would do that as well. There we go. Caught you up. There are, at, right now as we speak, there are four head coaching openings in the NFL. One has been filled already by the Carolina Panthers, who fired Matt Rule and replaced him with Frank Reich. Four is kind of a low number, right? We've, wasn't it last year there were like nine? Bunch, right. So, I mean, this is good news if you have a coaching opening, right? It's kind of, It's similar to like when you have draft needs in the year that you have a high draft pick, it fits your need perfectly. If you are going to, you know, you're going to have your pick of the litter, I guess will be my point here. Only one down, four to go. How do teams go about finding their next guy? Don't worry, I'm going to tie this in. How do you do it? Do you look for an established guy who's had success somewhere else? To a degree, that's what the Panthers did. They went with Frank Reich. He was a successful coach at Indianapolis. Multiple playoff appearances of a way above 500 record. Do you go for the up-and-coming assistant? When the Eagles hired Doug Peterson, that's what he was under Andy Reid at Kansas City, right? Went to the Eagles, won a Super Bowl. Picked the right guy that way. There's a variety of uh, angles that you can turn to. The Super Bowl itself is a perfect example. The Chiefs come in with Andy Reid and his pedigree and his resume. The Eagles went that route that when their coaching hire was announced, you all went, hmm, well, okay. Nick Sirianni, never heard of him. Sirianni had been an offensive coordinator for a couple of years, ironically, under Frank Reich with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Nick Sirianni had um, come up through the system. Uh, in fact, worked for the Kansas City Chiefs up and until Andy Reid got that job. Then he went to the San Diego Chargers, where he uh, was a, both a quarterback's coach and a wide receiver's coach, then the coordinator for the Colts, and then the Eagles for a young dude. He's only 41 now, so when he got the job, he was, what, 39 years old. They said, yeah, okay, well, we're going to take 39-year-old Nick Sirianni, and lo and behold, uh, Nick the Quick, my man. Two years, went 9-8. and eight. Hmm, I know another guy had a 9-8 and eight record. Went to the playoffs last year, lost to the Bucs at the wild card game, and now came back as the number one seed in year two. 
um, 14 and three, already a couple playoff wins. And here they are with a Super Bowl matchup against uh, Andy Reid. So as these four teams contemplate which direction they're going to go, do you go Sean Payton, right? You make a, a big move for him. Do you go D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans sure seems like he's going to get the Houston job, and then there will only be three. Where do the Cardinals, where do the Broncos, and where do the Colts land? Let me tell you. We should be paying a little bit more attention to this Colts and Texans situation than we are probably. I mean, there's a very, I've seen more than one mock draft where the Colts and Texans get Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I mean, if it's all good with y'all, I'd prefer that one not get the hot shot coordinator and the other get the proven veteran coach. I really don't want the Colts to have Sean Payton and Bryce Young. Thank you very much. I'll take a pass on that one. And that, that, you know, speeded up recovery line. But point being, if you look at this, and by the way, don't forget Nick Sirianni. Remember he lost the press conference too when he was introduced? It was a clunker of a press conference. Yeah, he don't leave, he didn't leave people inspired. And it was one of those press conferences where you spend a day in the news and talk cycle having your comments and, you know, people making memes of your facial expressions about how your press conference went. Well, joke's on us. Nick Sirianni and the Eagles will take on uh, Andy Reid and, and and the Chiefs. And with these three teams now with openings, it just goes to show you it's about getting the right guy. You can come from a bunch of different places. I would suggest that the next time a head coach is hired by any NFL team, they do not look to the college ranks. Just saying. Got some experience there. So that's today's Tuesday Fresh Spin on the Super Bowl matchup. That's, oh, man, it feels like it's like months away, but it will be a, a week from Sunday. Got a football fix. More news from around the NFL when we return. Uh, the, Kellen Moore wasn't out of a job long. It's kind of strange. In fact, I mean, Kellen Moore a year ago looked like he was going to get a head coaching job. Yeah, it was. Yeah, hot shot guy. Jags talked to him. A lot of people did. He interviewed a bunch of places, stuck around for another year. The Cowboys, I believe, were fourth in total offense this year. Dude got fired. Now, Mike McCarthy comes from an offensive side. There may be some philosophical differences. They certainly bogged down in the most important games down the tail stretch. So uh, whether or not the Cowboys made the right move, we shall uh, see. But Kellen Moore did not stay on the street long. Not a head coaching job, but quickly uh, snatched up as coordinator. We've got that and more news with a football fix, and that is coming up next on The Drill. Um, we're just going to get better and better, and those are the teams you got to beat. You know, If you want to get to where we want to go, you're going to have to go through all those teams. And you look at Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo, and there's going to be other great teams next year too. And um, those are the teams you got to beat that are, that are going to be good moving forward. And um, so, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> that's where we want to be. You know. All right, that is uh, Trevor Lawrence in his kind of season-ending press conference last week down at the stadium. You know, there's one other thing that he was asked about that we didn't really talk much but Trevor's just 23. He's already a two-time captain. He now has some some street cred for winning important football games. And he was asked, um, you know, would he like to have a voice when it comes to free agency? When it comes to some of those personnel, uh, you know, moves, and would he like a say in what the future is going to look like? His answer: 100. percent there's a lot of things go into that decisions I don't make. Everything that's done is what's best for the organization. I understand that. There's a lot of things to go into it, obviously. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, you you got to keep your guys that helped you get here. 
Not my decision to make of what they decide to do for the future. Ultimately, what the team decides to do. My opinion will be voiced. Those are private conversations. I'm excited just to have those guys back, hopefully, and all the guys that we can get back. Look, you don't stay the same. You either get worse or you get better. That's a fact. Bring back our team. You know, it happens in a lot of sports, right? You ride the momentum, just bring the gang back, and, you know, suddenly you look up and you just went 5-11. and 11. Now, the stability of the quarterback position and the dominance of that position, uh, player capable of the dominance of that position kind of changes uh, that up a little bit. But, look, you got Evan Ingram, Jawan Taylor, I guess to a degree Marvin Jones, if, if Trevor is just mulling his side of the football. You know, again, we talked about, about the senior bowl earlier, and we haven't talked a lot about an offensive lineman being picked anywhere in the first two or three rounds, but that could very well happen if Taylor leaves in free agency, which, again, I, now the Jags got a little bit of a break yesterday, and I'll tell you what it is. Let's kick off a football fix as we take you around the uh, world of NFL football this morning. Yeah, the salary cap got a bump, so that's good for a team like the Jags that were under, you know, were over the cap already. So it takes them from a negative to a surplus. I believe for the Jags, that's now like $16 million before they make any other moves. Now, look, the other side of that is these other teams that were already way ahead of you in salary cap space get even more. But I think it's more important for the Jags to get some breathing room to make some decisions. I think ultimately what we're going to get is a mix of keeping the band together and then trying to, you know, tack on at a couple positions maybe. So we shall see. And again, what, what the Jags feel their needs are, and what we feel their needs are, are often not the same, not exactly the same. And how they should fill them is often way different from how we might think or say they should fill them. Mentioned a bit a little bit earlier, Jamal Agnew has gotten a spot as an AFC returner, so the Jags do end up with a Pro Bowler this year. Uh, Agnew was a alternate in that category. You know, I think a lot of the improvement that could come next year would be the improvement of some some young players don't have a ton of experience, right? Devin Lloyd getting better. Trayvon Walker getting better. Muma getting better. Walker Little getting better. If those things happen, then the Jack staying power is going to be a lot stronger. Uh, there's a believer out there in Devin Lloyd, according to Pro Football Focus and one of their offseason writings. They say Lloyd primed for a breakout 2023. Let's hope they are right. Uh, the news is not good for Brock Purdy, and you can see why he could not throw a football and would not have gone back into the game. He tore the ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow. That's the Tommy John injury. He's out minimum six months. So there's this dude for the Bengals who has just gotten lambasted in the last 24 hours, and rightly so. He's the Bengals player that was going after Joseph Asai as they were walking off the field. Just a total ass. Foul move, bro. And they came at him from all corners, man. All kinds of other athletes. They came at him. And uh, he you now... don't do that as a teammate, No, it's man. terrible. And now he immediately regrets his uh, decision. Maybe not so immediately, but... I don't know who Jermaine Pratt is. I don't want to speak out of turn here. I don't know how valuable he is. The Bengals should cut him. That dude should be cut. Just, just cut him. Now, if I look and see he's third in tackles, we'll talk. Got to know. My my initial reaction is cut him. Now I'll do a I'll do a shallow dive at the stats. Et when I finish here, give me Jermaine Pratt. I'm going to make the decision here in about one minute if Jermaine Pratt stays or goes. Kellen Moore didn't last long on the street. You wouldn't expect him to. What a weird situation he is. I look like he'd get a head coaching job, and even this cycle is being kind of talked about. Suddenly he's fired, and he uh, lands with the Chargers. So pro- probably good signing. Good hiring for the Chargers getting Kellen Moore as their offense coordinator. 
And uh, if you're going to track it, Vegas always knows. Eagles, two-point favorites over the Chiefs in uh, Super Bowl 57 already. Our yearly feats of strength where we rattle off every Super Bowl outcome is just going to get harder and harder, isn't it? We're up to 57 of those bad boys. Can you give me any Jermaine Pratt info there, E.T.? Can you give me anything, uh, anything about the Bengals' Jermaine Pratt? Uh, he finished with a combined 99 tackles. Well, that's a pretty big year. What's his? 49 he, assists, one sack. Yeah. How, how old is he? <laughs> uh, a 26. Well, he's right in his prime there, too, huh? Two interceptions. Two picks as well, huh? Uh-huh. You ever push a guy out of bounds by a couple of feet? No, probably <laughs> no, not. No, that's not out here. All right, we're going to run stadium steps. This is Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by me. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Be here. Morning, E. Yeah. Hello, Jeffrey. Jeff. Woo! Woo! I was thinking about this on the <clears throat> walk yesterday as I was pondering, E. You're pondering. It's a pretty easy question. Like, should have made it the poll question of the day. Poll question of the day was a throwaway. Just Pretty simple. I, I was just curious who you want to win the Super Bowl. I was just curious uh, amongst my peeps. And it surprised me, to be honest with you. The results so far, with 480 votes in, that 64% want Philadelphia and 35.8% want Kansas City. Uh, I would have thought it'd be more 50-50. I, I, I mean, it might be a little Jaguar hangover, you know, like screw the Chiefs. Tired of the Chiefs. Just who I, they're pulling for? Or who yeah, they who do you want win? to win? Yeah. Not who do you think. Who do you want to win? Uh, I got more Eagles fans on my, I guess, on my timeline. I, well, which is fine. I, I, I don't know if you have to be a fan. I mean, sometimes you're or, choosing yeah. of two yeah, yeah, lesser yeah, yeah. two Eagles. I didn't mean that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. You know who else is likable, though, Jeff? Jalen Hurts. For sure. That's yeah. probably. For yeah, sure. that might be. But Mahomes is likable. He's very likable. Yeah. I've, determined that, I, I've, de- I've, I've determined that two Sports entities are are wonder twins in different dimensions. Mahomes and Steph, same guy, same guy. Yeah, came from lesser programs. They were drafted, you dads, know, seven to ten. Dads, dads both played sports. Both incredibly likable. They don't have anything unlikable about their personalities. Yeah, Hall of Famer. They're really, really similar. Entities. Both have both have wives who kind of rub you the wrong exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> Everything. There's so many of them, dude. <laughs> so many of them. We 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 like checked the list. Yeah, that's them, uh, but Steph's brother's cool. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Steph's brother's. Yeah. He's not Steph, though. He's What's the story? S- he's Seth. S- Seth is married to Doc Rivers' daughter. Is that it? I believe so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. There's a whole triangle yeah, of love in there. Right. There was another yeah. one. Now, who was the other player that was involved? She was. Uh, he, they were almost got in a fight one time. It oh, was Seth? 
Seth and the guy yeah. used to jaw and oh yeah. She dated him though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And she played at Florida volleyball. Wasn't Malik Beasley, was it? The FSU guy? I don't th- no, he wasn't he the one running with uh Larsa? <laughs> I think he was actually. <laughs> what are we doing? Where are we going at seven oh five? Paul George's ex girlfriend. There we go. We'll step down for Callie. <laughs> he was Paul. Oh, she was with Paul George. <laughs> I said, uh, anyway, a, Steph and Seth, it's unfair because Steph got it all. He got it all. He, Sorry, got, the, Seth. he got the game. He got Seth's the looks. making more of what he's got yeah. than Steph is with what he's Seth, got. Seth, Steph has been blessed by the God, by God above with the, all the gifts. Yeah, and Seth got all the leftovers yeah. and he still made the NBA. I give him credit. Seth looks kind of like a frog. <laughs> I mean, with all love. Yeah. But yeah. Seth, Seth comes from a, a beautiful mom sure, and dad. And, 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 yeah, and, and Steph Allegedly. Is, yeah, Steph, and it shows. Seth, it's like, what happened? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. But anyway. But anyway, Seth overachieved, that matters. overachieved with his For wife. Sure. He's, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's made the NBA. Which Who's the older one? Steph. Yeah. So Seth. He went to Duke. Well, he went to Duke. He went Liberty to Duke or Duke to Liberty? Nah, I thought he, finished, one of a, he finished at Duke. I think, yeah. one, I think he started at Liberty Liberty. I'm not, he may have. I'm, I don't know. I know Steph was at Davidson. I thought Seth was a higher recruit, but I could be wrong. I, I, no, I, I, think, my, I think that's right. I think Seth was a higher recruit. That's how he ended up at Duke. See, I think Seth went to Liberty, did he, well, and then went to Duke. He may have. But check that. I'm not sure. Check, anyway, check back to my original. Check. I don't know how we got down to the Currys. Yeah, Liberty, when I, when I was going to ask a Jaguar question Liberty for the show. But Liberty it, for a year, then Duke for three. That's pretty good. How'd he do at Liberty? Did he do well? I don't know. Just stayed a year. I mean, oh. well, I can. Whatever. So anyway, I was thinking this as, as uh, twenty a game as a rook, yeah, as a as a fresh. And this this sounds <sighs> what's wrong? I, I, you, it's you a got, sigh. He's sighing. Eighteen. Well, you have to keep in mind where we've been before we sit here and start rattling all this off. But I was thinking, like five years from now, when we look back, just five years, not ten, not fifteen, but five. The next. So, starting this year, the next four years, what do you want from your Jaguars? I want a Super Bowl. Yeah, we all want to win a Super Bowl. But what, what would be, like, what are the accomplishments? Going to the Super Bowl. Like, winning the South three times, four, I, I, all four, to, want, all five times? I, be in the playoffs uh, every year and go to a Super Bowl. That's what I want. You don't, you, you don't get these Being wins. in the playoffs every yes. year and I, going or winning. I want to win. I, I, well, sure, I want to, but yeah. you're asking what would, would you. Would that be good enough for you in five? The, fir- the first time it would, sure. You bet. Say the Jags next. I don't believe you. Okay. If the Jaguars go to the playoffs in 23, 24, You said within five years. I don't know. The next like five, four years. Okay. They went in 22. Yeah. If they go in 23, 24, 25, and 26, if they go to the playoffs the next four years and make a Super Bowl, and, and I'll be sitting here in 2000, January of 2027, I yes, said, Jeff, will. What, will, what has made you happy about this run? Or are you content? You'll say no. I don't know, Hick. I, but I, I accept but there's maybe a timeline for winning in the NFL. Well, it's like you know, it's not like the NBA though. It's not like NBA. Like NBA teams always seem to take steps and pay their dues, and we really saw it like in the '80s and '90s, right? I mean, here comes you had to beat a certain team, yeah. And you got by them, right? The Pistons had to get, get by, by them, the Celtics, not, yeah. The Bulls had to get by the Pistons, yeah, right down the line. Yeah, I don't feel like that's the. Way well, in the it's going to be very. Here's here's why. But now I, here's the, why, Dan. There's yeah. a reality. Maybe uh-huh, we should uh-huh, put this uh-huh. in the time capsule and replay it in five years. All right. Okay. E time capsule. This please. Got you. Thank those, you. Those, the 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 <laughs> the reality of the situation mm-hmm. is 
Mahomes, Burrow, um, Herbert, um, you know, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson. There, there are, there is, it, it's going to be a hard, it's, oh, it's going to be hard. Never has the, never has the field been more right, equipped let to me knock ask you off a, a, a power team. Would you take this in the next five years? Eight and nine. 11 and six AFC championship. Eight and nine next year? Just listen. This is the next four years. Eight and nine. 11 and six in the AFC championship. Won it or in it? Listen. I, uh, I need you, to know. That's as far as you go. Okay. Uh, seven and ten. And win a Super Bowl. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, everyone would. Yeah, yeah. But I would get just as much satisfaction. I mean, obviously, if you win the Super Bowl, all other bets are off. But being by the a, way, being a good playoff team every year and making a Super Bowl is is is. is let me ask. How you about a question. this? How about this, mm-hmm. Prosser? How about this, Mister? Mister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about this, Mister? <laughs> what would you would you would you rather? I'm going to turn this on the ear so fast after this. By the no, way, you're, e, you're going to love this. No, you're not. E. I'm going to catch him. E, e. I've yeah. won this again. I'm going to brain. I'm going to winner Dan. I'm going to mind freak him again. Wow, okay? watch this. He's going to get mind freak. Watch this. E. Yeah. You're so big on DNA. Mm-hmm. Four straight playoff appearances and change just change the DNA. Mm-hmm. But but no no Super Bowl no championship. But you win Souths. You go to the playoffs. You win a playoff game here and there. And you're a perennial playoff team. Now you have changed the DNA of your franchise, like the Steelers did. Because you always go back to, well, the DNA of this team tells me. So now, if you could change, just all I'm saying is, that forget, DNA forget does, the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're just going to change the DNA in the next four years. D- Would that be good enough for you? Yes or no? Well, the DNA. Yes or no? It, that doesn't happen without what we just said. The DNA's not changed if you go to the playoffs four no, years in a row. So that's wrong. It's happening. What's happening? <laughs> my phone. I was on ESPN. It started. <laughs> What's happening? You scared him. Something, something yeah, coming DNA, out of somewhere that, else. You're, yeah, that I don't necessarily change think the that DNA. Should, I don't think that changes the DNA because we went to the playoffs four straight years with two AC championship games, and that DNA didn't take. The DNA changed when you know number sixteen got drafted. There's your DNA infusion. So ah. the next twelve years can change it. But I'll put it like this. I mean, so are you implying that if the next five years? The Jags go to the to the play, or over these five years. Uh-huh. If the Jags go to four straight playoffs, go to a Super Bowl, but don't win it, that that's that that doesn't. You wouldn't be content with that. You're I'm saying me on the defense that that was not the right answer because I was, there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, I'm just bringing this up. I'm saying what you would tell me in 2027 is, oh, it's been great, but dang man, I think if I wish we could have won. Yeah, one. but I, yeah, but you would still be in position to do that. Well, hopefully, yeah. I'll answer it like this: So if the next five, next four years, mm-hmm. including last year, if the Mets go to the playoffs four years and go to a World Series, you're not going to be, be feel good about it. Of course, you are. Gotta, What's the difference? I gotta win one. Not you say I'd ra- that, but I'd you- rather just win one. I'd rather suffer through a couple bad. That years wasn't my option. One. We never had an right. option. My option is to win the Super Bowl next year. I'd be content as hell. And I think the DNA changed when not when Trevor was drafted. But I think the DNA changed when we got Doug Peterson. Well, we you gotta ride it out a little well, bit. Well, we both, hope. Yeah, for right. we don't know for sure. I think Trevor's changed. I think Doug, we listen, hope so. With all due respect to Doug Peterson, y'all ask y'all answer me this. Yeah. And I want him here for the next 10 years winning with Trevor. Right. But if Doug Peterson decided tomorrow, you know what? I'd rather just go sail in the Bahamas. And the Jags got a 
Good coach. Well, they better yeah. get a good one. You got, they got to get a good one for sure. It's, no, like, no. Pa- it's like parenting. Yeah. It's like because yeah. he had he had bad parent last Look, year and he it, didn't do well, good. We have a history. You got again when we we're, we're kicking all these great things around with the history of screwing up. Well, so we got to prove we're not going to screw up. And Look, I think we proved no, that this year. Yeah, well, it's all, it's all about. We're it, a year ahead. We're never okay, at quarterback. Yes, never yes, at quarterback. But. but but we still were just, you know, we were nine and eight. We had to win all those games down the stretch. Yeah. Like I said, next year, if we, if we look up here in, in October 15th and you're two and four, going to be a lot of long faces around here. Even lying. if we just lost a damn Kansas City by three points or, you know, uh, 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 whoever else we play, those uh, Cincinnati got us or, Buffalo. you know, yeah, we're going to, it's going to be some long faces if we're two and four and, 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 one of the other South teams started hot, and they're four and one or whatever. Oh, oh sure. God, here we at go that, again. At that time, it was, but you gave me a five-year window, not a three-week window next November. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm bouncing around, but what I'm, I'm really you. talking about is the is the overall projections, and and you always have to say this with a grain of salt because we're the Jags, and we've screwed up so many times here, and I. I it's not non-screw upable. Well, the reality is this, Hick. <laughs> the reality is. The Patriots threw everything off. There's seven new seven. There, there's half the field changes every year. That's no longer an opinion. That statistically happens. Mm-hmm. It's harder to. It, I would say this: if I went back and uh, showed you Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in 2016, yeah. having won a Super Bowl and gone to another and in their prime, and you looked five years ahead and you had a losing year, you traded Russ and Geno Smith, your quarterback. It changed quick. Yeah, you know. That's so there, there's definitely no guarantee in football. It's harder. And, and, and the injuries come into play more. And they do flare up quicker. The Eagles were no good two, three years ago. Right. Well, the Eagles won a Super Bowl, then they rebooted, yeah. and now they're good again. So right, that's, but, kinda, that's kind of a neat thing but too, they, for they, them to go they, through. They, they barreled out in between. Yeah, they did. They did. They went down, and, and, yeah. and the same GM stayed and rebuilt yeah. them. So and he hired a, you know, he went the exact same route. He went to find Doug Peterson, and so far the results are similar. He went and found an offensive coordinator who had been in the league for a while, had a variety of, had been a quarterback coach and a coordinator. You forget that about Sirianni, but it was a Colts offensive coordinator when he got that job. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, he was in Kansas City up until Andy Reid got the job, and I guess didn't retain him, and he went off to, to at the time San Diego, and and Reid started in Kansas City. So, yeah. but uh, look, the the reality is that it feels like a Twilight Zone episode that we're having this conversation. That's great. You know, I mean, so I'm many, glad we're having it. Yeah, me too. I am. I, I look. Asking me, this is the better question. Yes, sir. Would you be willing to bet? I would not that they're a playoff team five years in a row. Stuff happens. Down years happen. The good ones bounce right. back. The Ravens don't make it every year, but it feels like they do. Right. When you get to that point that right. you're that team that you people don't it's, remember. It's, it's easier though if you're the Ravens and you have two Lombardis sitting in your trophy case. Well, sure. Yeah. But if I'm they not, didn't, then I, I, it would be different. Not talking about fans. It's a whole different view when you just get that one. I'm, Philadelphia changed forever because they finally won a Super Bowl. I'm not talking about fulfillment. Uh-huh. I'm talking about impression, perception. Yeah. If you sit here in Jacksonville, to me, I know this isn't true because yeah. we follow. To me, the, the Ravens have been in the playoffs the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they've had a couple years where they weren't, but you get to that point, that means you were there. With, you're a loaded gun every year when the season starts. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to hit your target. You have enough bullets, but right. you have you have an arsenal. You know, you're you're. There Would we many- all agree that the general consensus of the Jags going forward is after as we look back at this year was much improved 
had their chances, but probably roster didn't quite stack up with the Bengals Chiefs. Got to get better on the line on the right. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. So so the key I, is, I don't I don't know the, the key Chief, is I don't know the Chiefs have way better personnel. I don't know, but 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 the Bengals do. Uh, well, Jones and Clark. Yeah, are way better than Walker and Allen. I mean, yeah, all due respect, I, I, right? I think Allen and Clark are similar, but to your point, one of them is just a pick me up, and the yeah. other is your, 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 you know, your nucleus. Jones is is way better than anybody on our defense. Yeah. So, so when we go back to Tony's trade for Aaron Donald yesterday, which was begotten from the whole "let's go get a veteran," you know, guy. Right. I think that's. But but the point is this: you got to make the, you got to make the one or two acquisitions that. You, you basically have, I think the Jags basically have 12 slots open, right? And I'm just throwing this number out because that's on average. On an average, an NFL team changes 15 guys off your 53, right? A year. That's all? It would seem probably be even more, I would think. I'm going to say, let's say 15. So that right. means there's 15 slots. you got to hit on, you know, three to five of those slots to make your team better, right? Well, and, you don't and, stay the same. You get better, you, gotta, you get worse. And you got to hope that. I heard you say earlier, you got to hope that their young guys improve. Yeah, that would be a big better. boost. Because they can, and sometimes we forget that. Correct. Right? Guys go, you know, we look back in history, we did this with Trayvon Walker, already assuming he wouldn't have a high. By the way, we nailed the Trayvon Walker concern. Not just us, everyone. That yeah. was the concern. We get to the end of the year, the dude have three or four sacks, and we'd have to be rationalizing why that's the case. Right. And 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 I, I personally, and I'll say, I've said it a, a million times, I was Say it again. Trayvon Walker is a good football player who, unfortunately, was drafted number one overall. And I don't think, I don't think he's going to be. He wasn't in college. He hasn't been in the pros. I don't think he's going to be a Hassan Reddick. I, Certain guys are, are, are get the quarterback. Well, he's never showed an inclination to do that. The point that I was going to make <clears throat> is that along the lines of those concerns, we looked at, okay, well, we, you know, Let's hustle up and find all the examples of great pass rushers who in year one didn't have any. Mm. Right? J.J. Watt, I think, at yeah, three yeah, and a half. Yeah. Right? But I don't – you know what? We never really asked this question or we haven't thought too hard about it. Maybe it will make your head hurt. Mm-hmm. Why can't he rush the passer? What skill or trait is he missing? Make him a freaking pass rusher. He's a, he, he's he's a huge man shot. He's fast. He's got – why? 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 You know, it's like, well, he can't rush the passer. We knew that. Well, why not? Why wouldn't he be able to? What well, am I missing? Well, he hasn't developed an array of of moves and okay. Such then up thing. every day at you know six a.m. this offseason. Let's get some of those. That's fine. I'm not against. That. I just don't understand why it's just exactly. Look, you know they think he's not going to get them, but just based on what Trent Balky said in the season ender, when you start explaining why sack totals aren't important, you're admitting that we drafted a guy number one who ain't going to go get sacks. Yeah, sack yeah. numbers are important. Look at the Super Bowl. All right, we got a lot to do today. It's a busy day. We've got uh, ETN coming up next. We need a guest Coogan judge at 641-1010. We've got a little brunch with the tour. And we've got Lockett Law High School report. Yeah, before you it's going to be a juicy golf season. we got a lot of just, oh, It's going to be juicy. Man. Juicy when this thing gets up and running. And um, we got some somewhat juicy storylines right now. There's some juice. Yeah, some juice out there. So we get to dig in. I saw Chambly just <laughs> Gloves off on Reed again. He hates Reed. Well, Reed, he sued Reed. Sued I know him. he did. I he don't care. So I you want to sue me for this idiotic yeah, stuff? Yeah, you're a cheater. Yeah. How do you think that ball is in that third tree when it's in the first tree? That one's a, watch that, this. That one's a little harder. And then they shows all the 
balls. How does he know that's his ball? There's like seven balls stuck in the tree. Yeah. And he goes with the binocs. He goes, oh, that's my ball. <laughs> I'll just drop it right, right. here instead yeah. of, yeah. Juicy. 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 ETN. Need a guess who can judge. And it looks like they're lined up for that. We'll be back with more next <laughs> one. Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right, I'm a little hesitant here. But well, I don't know. Let's see. I mean, this could I mean, be who knows? who knows? I'm going to listen to the voice, uh-huh. and then I'm going to make a decision. Hmm. What, what do you mean you're going to make a decision? We're I'm going to make play. a, I'm gonna make a business gonna decision. Play. We're just going to play the game. I'm going to go to Larry and welcome him as our guest, Guggen Judge. Hello, Larry. Oh, just act like you don't know him, brother. Okay, all right. Okay, happened. it's going to be that way today. Okay. 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 All right. We ready? We ready. All right, so. Fire. My, let first, me, my first answer is fire bad. Let me, um, let me, Larry is, is fine. Let me, and by you the way. You did win the last Larry Judge. Correct. Okay. All which right. obviously means I have. You think less so? than zero? Poor mouth. It's that. a movie. It's I called. See, less I don't than appreciate zero. this because I mean I'm gonna you know I'm gonna wow and amaze with my answers okay. and should I win, which I am not certain of any, uh-huh. anymore. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, you know you're taking away all of the hard work that I put in and you're writing it all off to the refs. Uh-huh. That's what just happened. Uh-huh. You're the Bengals right now. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl and it's the refs' fault. Okay. All Hurt. right. Hurts. Larry, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Dan. First man, I want to tell you thank you. For the love that you showed my boy Jimmy Judge and, the, and his passing, man, it, oh, it yeah. really hurts the, the Blue family, man. And yeah. what, what a great guy, and uh, he was a stand-up. So I do want to say thank you. Well, uh, he for that. he was uh, uh, he was a great man. I didn't know him like you guys knew him, but I knew him through high school football, and we got to be friends just sitting there talking, watching our kids throw the football. So uh, and so I saw him over his last couple years, and. I just always had such respect for what he did. And, and uh, Lieutenant Jimmy Judge went through uh, the Lou Gehrig's disease and, mm, and yeah, recently passed, and they had a had a wonderful service for him uh, last week. So anyway, yeah, I appreciate that, and uh, we'll always uh, remember uh, Jimmy Judge. So with that said, uh, E, crank it up, and we'll uh, rock and roll here. And I must mention, I'm sending Larry to Rockville. Oh! Yeah, I got a pair of general admission tickets. I think Rockville, I think Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pair of general admission tickets to Rockville on uh-huh. the weekend of uh-huh. May 18, 2023 at the Daytona Speedway. Hey, Larry, you going to Rockville, my boy? Yeah. Hey, li- hey man, I'm a rocker, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, any, every, every time you guys blow a question on, on, on rock music uh, uh, on Wednesdays, man, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling into the phone. Uh-huh. Well, we right. do blow those. Perfect. Yes, we do. A lot. Often. For instance, speaking of rock, we, we love this great song by the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. McCartney really goes he on really this one. He really goes off. He struts mm. around that stage. Doesn't Listen he, to him. This morning. Go, Paul. Great thing about, Go Mac- Paul. Great thing about McCartney, Dan. He's a right-handed guitarist. <laughs> this morning, Jeff made a comparison. He did. Of, I did. Uh, so I went already. I, that's my idea. <laughs> he made the comparison of Patrick Mahomes to Steph Curry as like his wonder twin, uh-huh. which is very, it's real accurate. So I'm going to switch it up a little and twist it up. Oh, boy. Here comes the if, twist. If there's any sports athlete or figure out there who could be Trevor Lawrence's wonder twin. Now, it doesn't have to be just in resemblance. It could be in, in you know, his career or his his, his 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 first season. But who would who would most resemble Trevor Lawrence's as a uh, a wonder twin? I'll give you one. I'll just I'll throw, it's a tough question, but off the top of my head, I think that him and Joe Burrow have a little bit similar paths in okay. that. 
you know, and they went head-to-head against each other in college, and I think eventually they're going to go head-to-head with a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and, and Trevor will get his revenge, his sweet revenge. But both, you know, and both uh, uh, both dealt with Urban Meyer. So both both first overall pick. <laughs> both were top picks. So there's somebody who's he's going to resent. Not resemble, but, you know, compete against over mm-hmm. the next. It's hard years. because you're trying to put guys in the same stature. I I mean, I feel you from, like, a, a playing perspective especially, but Burrow and Trevor's personality seem way different to me. One comes as the cocky different. cigar smoker. The other's going to Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? So I'd go with, like, a – I think for Trevor it's more like a baseball player. He's very understated, but yet great at the same time. Like, uh, how about another sub? How about Mike Trout? Right. Is he the one with a good hair? <clears throat> Mike Trout is the guy for the Angels who no oh, one knows, right? Yeah. No, and he's very undescript, which is Trevor will always stay a little bit more undescript because he's he's from Jacksonville, little old Jacksonville. So, you know, just off the cuff, finding a similarity maybe. And, boy, we'd love for him to be as great as Trout is in baseball. That's for sure. Did not follow me back on uh, Twitter. So, obviously, the winner's Jeff. <laughs> well, me? I, who did not follow you back on Twitter, Dan? Uh, well, it can't be Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking for a follow. You lost him to a follow there. Well, let's take care of that real quick. Take care of that real quick. <laughs> Before it's too late to rally here. <laughs> the Pro Bowl. Will it pop up on his phone while he's talking? Is that how that works? Yeah, Nick? it will. Larry. Nice. I don't I love know. You guys I don't... On Twitter. Is it Larry? Are you Larry uh, Fitzgerald? <laughs> Are you Larry King? Are you Larry the Cable Guy? Are you Larry Nance Jr.? <laughs> the Pro Bowl has gotten no watered down. He's incognito. He's... Uh, all right, so the Pro Bowl, sorry, yeah, what? the Pro Bowl has gotten watered down for years now, and they keep making changes to it, and it's just not, it's just not it. So, gentlemen, if y'all could make a change to the Pro Bowl, what would it be? Like I could just make a change. Yeah. It's my decision. Well, your decision, and I'm not answering to owners for different no, teams or decision. coaches or players. I'd play a football game. The idea of an All Star game is terrific. The very best in the business at their position, and then they're on their uh, from their conferences playing each other to see who wins. It's the it's like it's why we watch sports. It's why sports is the greatest reality TV program. If you don't, if it doesn't matter who wins or loses, you're not watching a game. You're watching a TV show, I guess. So I I got to be honest. The Pro Bowl had devolved from that standpoint to the point. That I would rather watch him, you know, play golf and hit long drives and play ping pong and play a flag football game. I would. All right, here's what I would do. I would, uh, so, I would make it winner take all. Uh, I'd make it $500,000 to the winner, each winner, where it mattered because it, it, it gets those guys going and makes them play. And I put it in the middle of the season and I take a break. And then I that would be a bye week and try to make it a little bit more important. And uh, uh, so I take, I play it midseason, and away we'd go, and 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 then they'd play for five hundred thousand dollars each. Losers get zip, bang. Then it matters. Then we got gladiators. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I, I personally don't believe that they'll ever put a game in the middle of the season because you're worried about injury. Uh, but I do like that answer. So, eh, winner dance. <laughs> Like he had to. <laughs> Round three. That's now you've now gotten one more than I've gotten historically from the Exums and all their appearances. I think I heard a eh. Winner Dan. <laughs> I think I heard that. Did I've I hear there. that or was that just that. a sometimes okay. you need a streak stopper, Hick, you know? Yeah. Yours came when I was on vacation. You played against air. I heard that. I did. <laughs>
In the NFL, there are some studs, <laughs> like family members. Yeah. Like there are some studs out there. Yeah. So my question to you gentlemen is, what set of brothers would be the best fit on this Jacksonville Jaguars team? Mind you, you got the Watts, you got the Boses, you got the Kelseys, you have the Diggs. So who would bet be a better which set of brothers would be a better fit on this team? Well, I think I get to go first on yeah, this. Yeah, that's one. a great question. I, there, I, I, I I'm not I, sure there's one right answer to be honest. I I know where yeah. you're going. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Fire it at it. But I got both Boses yeah. on the edge, man. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I'm a happy guy. I mean, yeah. listen, I know that the one is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave him off to the side. But give me that Niners guy. And give me 18 sacks and 15 sacks. And, you know, the other one could chip in with 10 or whatever, stay healthy. That'd be fine. But, if man, give me the Bosa brothers, and uh, we're, we're getting a Lombardi yeah. next year. Problem is, we've killed Joey Bosa's career, so you're getting nothing out of him. He's a broken man. Jacksonville broke him, and every time he walks into the stadium, he's going to get in the fetal position to have flashbacks, so slamming helmets and kicked out of games. Man, I don't know, dude. There are two needs. First of all, you're getting a top probably three receiver in Stephon Diggs. With all due respect to Calvin Ridley and what we have, we ain't got nobody that's Stephon Diggs, and then you get that corner that everyone wants to go draft. I mean, you're adding two young dudes at those prime positions in today's pass-happy NFL, so I would counter with Diggs and Diggs, my brother. Yeah, that's tough. Prime Watt brothers, that is, that's another yeah. good one, too. Yeah. Hey, look, if you can go across the aisle and get one of each, I mean, that's an obvious answer. So, obviously, the winner is Jeff on that one. Not an obviously. I get an extra point for that, E, half point. <laughs> Vegas always knows. Vegas knows. Round four. All right, gentlemen, we're going to take it to the NBA, man. Well, yeah, Stephen Jackson. I know the said, league. I got the ticket. Stephen Jackson said something strange the other day. Basically, well, he, he named his top five. Stephen Jackson says something strange every day. He's kind of, yeah. He, he said something, and he left LeBron out of his top five. Okay. Okay. Um, But I'm not going to go all the way there. Gentlemen, if y'all are doing a pickup game, three on three, uh-huh. who, who are y'all taking? So y'all included. Y'all are on the court, so you need two two guys. Who are Money, you taking? Two guys? Yeah. You go first, Jeffrey. Uh, I go first. Bro, this you know what's I I like the effort of the question. You know, I like the I like the thought. This is an unanswerable. I mean, you can take there's eight you got I can, I can put together eight three on three teams right now, yeah. and you can't tell me who's gonna win the tournament. That, that's how deep the league is. But, obviously, with myself on the squad, the shooting's taken care of. <laughs> I'm not looking for a shooter. I don't need one of those. Uh, what I need, i tell you who I'm taking. I, I'm tell, And this is awesome. No one would take him. I'm taking this dude. If I'm going to play a three-on-three game in a telephone booth, give me that, that Eastern European mobster. Give me Jokic. I'm going to sit him down on the blocks. I'm going to throw it to him. He's going to contort this way and the other. And then I'm going to take a swing man to kind of come. Uh, give me Spider Mitchell. That's what I'm going to take. I'm not – see, here's what – this is the difference. I know, Lee, I'm not giving you the top stars in the league other than Jokic. I'm well, giving you spider cut, and I'm giving you Jokic elbows and and, uh, and knees, and I'm going to hit about eight threes and win the game on a walk-off. This is beautiful uh, because going second in this question, I can counter, okay? So I I win. There's no way I can lose huh. this question. Because You're going to put Steph on me? I, I if win. If you put Steph on me, yeah. you win. That's yeah. all it's going to take. No. No, I mean, uh, so it's easy, easy peasy for me. Oh, he has to play. When I take Curry and Giannis and whoop 
Jokic Same and Spider thing. and you. And me even. Yeah. Mm. Winner, <laughs> I think, winner Dan. I think I might be the swing player there. I don't think so. I mean, I'll just stand right there next to you and wave my hands. Best player in the game is Jokic. You got to put him in the game. Yeah. So, that's fine. Let's go. We'll spread it out and kill yeah. you. Curry <laughs> again. Curry again. Curry again. LeBron and Luka wouldn't be a bad pair. No, they wouldn't. I mean, Oof. it's so hard, man. Anyway, what do you got there, Larry? Well, first of all, I want to say I love the 1010 family. I absolutely do. These guys are incredible. Shoot or shoot. Frank, Frank, Frank Francis taught me how to how to hit a, a curveball when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I just played 18 holes last week with with uh, your boy uh, Baloo. I mean, that was that was great. Jeff, you've taken me, you know, we played golf, a lot of golf together. Sure he, he's sending me to Rockville. Dan, yes. what have you done for me lately? What, what have you done for me? Mm. Have we ever played golf together? I don't think so. You're, mm. not, you're not putting any time for in the a, friendship. In a 303, bro, I ain't taking you. Winner, Jeff. Thank you. Larry. All day. Appreciate it. There he goes. Larry. All day. I love you, though, Dan. I love you, though, Dan. He does love You're my boy still. I can I can back that up. Oh, that's three. We'll put Larry on oh, that's hold. That's it. Yeah, that's tough. I need a I need a shot of whiskey today. It's a Tuesday. It gets <sighs> me through the day. I'm not going to lie. I've tell you guys I've already had half a bottle of uh, Pinot Noir this morning. So I've I've switched, you know, from caffeine and sugar to just straight up wine. I think it's working for me. Thank you. Riding soft to the break. Thank you to Larry. I don't know what to tell you. Is it fair? No. Do I care? No. Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on the drill. Do a uh, shout out to a guy. Get smart, John. You want to talk about an overachiever? And I, 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 I got to get him on the show here. All right. But 15 seasons he played baseball in the big leagues. 15 seasons. 644 games. Okay. 2.59 ERA through 609 innings. Held right-handed hitters to a 198, 265, 298 slash line. Lefties hit 224 against them. 30 postseason games, four World Series. Built a reputation. Did he win a title? Built a reputation as an excellent teammate. I mean, who wouldn't take that career? I mean, that's unbelievable. He uh, really, he, he. And I'm talking about Darren O'Day, who's a Jacksonville kid. Went to Bishop Kenny High School. Um, I'll tell you what else, and I know this because he's he's been a part you know a part time player for the Braves. What else he's done? Mm-hmm. He he is he did an unbelievable job of getting like a last last four year. And he hadn't played hardly at all since seventeen. Yeah, and he threw six. You know, he was a relief pitcher, so his game numbers gonna be down. But you know, going back to the beginning of his career, mm-hmm. uh, say um, uh, with the Rangers, sixty four. These are his game appearances: sixty four, seventy two, sixty nine, sixty eight, sixty eight, sixty eight, thirty four, sixty four. And then 20, he started He started getting some injury issues. In about 18, he went to the Braves for a couple of years, but only played 27 games in two years. Mm-hmm. Went to the Yankees for one year, pitched in 12 games. And then last year, uh, back to the Braves. You didn't in, mention his time with the Mets. 
Uh, yeah, four it was, games. It was a Metropolitan yeah, shout-out. four out. games for just the – obviously, he was in a trade. you know what you got in that trade? you no, remember? I don't remember. They must have traded him, though, to the Rangers. And, uh, yeah, very good middle reliever, which became more of a glorified spot than it was in other times in Major League history. I just think that's terrific. Yeah, I mean, for a guy, sure. Listen to me. When you watch all – we watch all these kids play baseball, okay? And this guy played 15 – like, we'll ask Murph about him. But he played 15 years, man. And I'm sure he would downplay his – but, I mean, a 2.59 ERA? Jeffrey? Career? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one, too. He's Held I mean, right-handed hitters to a 198 listen, average? We, we, we love the guy, and he's a local guy, and, yeah. he, and he really, you know, these last – got another four or five years in, mm-hmm. you know, without performing at that level. Can I get a career earnings estimate, please, for? Fitty. Right on the nose. $49,277,000. Uh, and he hadn't had a contract over $1.7 million since 2020. He wrote a note. Now, I just want to read a couple things from the note. Because I'm mean, a great brave. He's, he'll retire a brave, obviously. He'll put the Braves hat on. He'll, he'll, of course, the one year he left, he missed the World Series. What about that luck? Well, he was with the Braves two years. Then he left for a year. They won the World Series. Then he came back. Well, he, he, he was in four World Series. So Did he win a World Series? I don't know. You have to look. Oh. Um, as a lightly recruited high school player. BK. To a college walk-on. To at Florida. Un- he played at Florida, too. To yeah. an undrafted free agent. Yeah, what a, what a route. To a non-prospect entering pro ball. I'm extremely proud of playing with the best players in the world for so long. Finally, after 17 seasons, and to him, the ones he missed count, right? Of course they do. It's time to go home. The mental, physical, and time demands have finally outweighed my love for the game. When I started in 06, I didn't know if I was good enough to compete in MLB, but I was determined to keep going until someone told me otherwise. I hope anyone out there who does things a little different can find inspiration in my story. He's a sidewinder, right? I can't find the four World Series. I would be remiss if I didn't thank many incredible people, my wife, my parents, um, the BK people, Gene Ritchie, Bob West, Pat McMahon, taught me not only how to play the game, but how to be a better teammate. Tom Kochman, the scout who saw me pitch in college and convinced me to skip med school to give pro ball a shot. Jeff Boris, my agent, Listen to this. I wore Nick Aiden Hart's number 34. You remember him, right, Pross? Yeah. Under the bill of my cap for every pitch of the it's last the Angels 14 guy, right? seasons. His life was taken just as he was realizing his immense talent for the world to see. Uh, changed me as a young player. Knowing every day wasn't guaranteed, so I better made the most of each game. Made me pitch with a freedom and a confidence that I was missing as a rookie. When I would get into jams on the mound, I would take my hat off, see his number, and be reminded that bases loaded, no outs, was a small problem in the grand scheme of life. To Nick and his family, I am forever grateful. Man, that that chokes me up. Uh, the managers, coaches, and staff I've been with the last 17 years are some of the most coveted relationships. Many special people I've been blessed to work with who I consider lifelong friends. Uh, playing for six teams is a gift. To the Angels, the Mets, the Rangers, the Orioles, the Yankees, and the Braves, I am forever thankful. I consider myself lucky because I got to meet so many different people along the way. As I got older and more reflective, I realized my favorite part about my time in the major leagues was being a teammate, being part of a group of determined individuals who working to win a championship is the ultimate blessing of my career. I love all of you and thank you for everything we've shared. Darren O'Day, number 56. I, that is, what a, what a hell of a run, man. Man, we have put out some baseball players here this, this, this last wave. I mean, we've got Murph. We're lucky to have a, a, a mm-hmm. lucky enough. Jonathan Papelbon, a World mm-hmm. Series champion, a reliever. Was he a teammate with O'Day? They're about the same age. 
I think Darren's a little older. Okay. Yeah. And so Papelbon, really older because he's only 40. Papelbon's not 40. He's got to be 40. Oh, uh, let's look. Bit, yeah, he's 40 yeah, for he sure because be right. I did a story on Papelbon. Darren's 40. I bet you Papelbon's the same age. I bet they're the same class at BK. Wow. Very close. 42, Papelbon. Yeah, Papelbon's yeah. older. So, yeah, they would have yeah. played together for, you know, at least a season He probably two. played with the Twins. Yeah, the Papelbon Twins yeah. were a couple of years yeah. Yeah, younger. They would have been O'Day's age. Boy, yeah. B, BK and Bob West had some really good teams and players back in the day. Good dude. Great yeah. dude, Bob West. Yeah, great dude. Sure Still is. around. Very He's nice He's a neighbor man. of a Buffalo Tom, by the is way. Is he? Yeah, same He's neighborhood. Su- such a nice guy. Yeah, good dude. Anyway, but shout out, man. What a run uh, for Darren O'Day. And that's just, I mean, again, this is the part I would tell any young ball player. As a lightly recruited high school player, a college walk-on, an undrafted free Keep agent. Keep fighting. He kept fighting. Yeah. He didn't say, he didn't take no. He just kept working. $50 million, $49 million for playing a kid's game until you're 40 years old. And now can, uh, I would assume, come back to Jacksonville, settle here. I would assume. He was playing golf somewhere in some, I think, charity <laughs> tournament or something here, here the last, yeah, yeah. last week. or. Well, good. Week. I'm sure he'll be playing a lot of golf. And really, here's the thing, too. You forget about pro sports. He's 40 years old. You got to find something to do. He, I think, is good friends with. Tommy Boss, who coaches at Providence. Okay. Who, who maybe get a little. Pitched, they maybe we'll get together. the boy. Maybe we'll get the boy King some extra instruction over there. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Drop it down. <laughs> they pitched together at uh, Florida, right? He. Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 They. Uh, he definitely has that style that is that is unique. Yeah. There seems like there's always at least one of that guy in the major league baseball, the guy who's they used to call it a submarine pitch. I don't know what they call it anymore. Who is he? Was because like, T- Kit Colvey did that yeah. back in the day. Gene Garber did it did back T- in the day. To Colvey might've took dirt. He would, he would go way down who's underneath. The, who's the guy we had? Uh, what about Quisenberry? Did Chad, he do it? Oh yeah. yeah. Chad Bradford. Do you know that name? The who had the Mets? Yeah. No, I don't remember him. I think he, I think and you he, know what also is weird about that? They're all, it's always a righty. Like never a lefty who does that down low uh, thing. I'm sure there have been some, but the ones like all the ones I just mentioned. Let's see if I. Those are all right-handers, and Darren O'Day would do that. It goes way low. I bet you all those guys brush that thing on the dirt. Two guys, two styles. Amazing the, man. The one style that has gone away, man, and it won't come back is the knuckleball. We need a good knuckleballer, Hick. Yeah. I mean, who's the last knuckleballer? Ari Dickey. Ari Dickey won a Cy Young throwing knuckleballs. That's unbelievable. For the Mets. So who's this yeah. guy? This guy's bringing up dirt. Who? I don't know. I'm looking at this. This might be Bradford. Uh, is that the Mets yeah, guy? Yeah, Chad Bradford. I mean, he is yeah. scraping dirt, bro. I got to be honest. I, I, you know, this is not exactly utilizing top shelf uh, A-line athlete experience. But pitched a, you know, when we were kids, kids would pitch that way because DeCalvey and Quisenberry and others yeah. would do it. And there was a kid in high school who tried to pitch like that against us. And I remember the ball being especially hittable. It just kind of floats up and at you. Well, now, he wasn't doing good. No, then. well, right. It's the ones who know how to sure. do it. Sure. It's, it's also like you throw it. I famously told you I threw one knuckleball in a competitive at bat in my career, and the dude hit it 500 feet. Never threw it. It's a lot easier to watch the pros do it. That wasn't a good idea. Yeah, I should have rethought that. that. Yeah, it was a problem. But anyway, I just wanted to mention him and talk about him for a second because a man, local guy, that's a heck of a run, man. So a lot of respect to that dude and, and what he was able to accomplish and and he's one of us, Jacksonville guys. All right, so. it's halftime. The band has to perform, and we'll be back. Uh, we've huh? got brunch with the tour coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. We have uh, the Lockett Law High School Report. Yeah. What do you got today? Who's joining us today? I think we're talking some high school hoops. Okay, a hoop season is going to come down into the, to the postseason here, right? That's where we are. If we're not there, we're almost there. Um, 
and we get baseball and the spring sports going. So, uh, anyway, our weekly look at the high school scene, we'll do that a little bit later this morning as well. It's Cat and Truck Accessories Tuesday. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, welcome back to the uh, program, 8 o'clock hour. Hanging out, talking some football. Super Bowl is set. I asked the boys uh, earlier, by the way, another mock draft, Dalton Kincaid, tight end. I like the tight ends to Jacksonville. Tight ends and corners are who we get. I don't get the corner over edge. I don't get it. I I, don't, I want to, you know me, I want a veteran edge, so I don't want an edge. So. I don't, couldn't use both. Yeah. I don't, why, wh- like, you, you guys had talked about, uh, they say Devin Lloyd is primed for a breakout year. Why? Probably because he, he made it through that valley in the middle of the season and played decent football at the end. Did he play decent? I thought he, has, he did. He has that ability. He, came, he, yeah. he overcame that I slump. thought he did. I yeah. did. I thought he, he played more like he played in the, the first four or five games, the last four or five games. Okay. So. And I would assume because it's PFF, their grades would say that. So okay. I'm, and you might be right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're right. Probably they, they probably see something there. Numbers wise. I thought, though, watching him, he was around the ball a lot more, making plays when he went back into the lineup, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, disappeared and lost a ton of playing time, didn't he? Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, a yes. bunch. Yes. So, the, you know, the key is finding a way to make Trayvon Walker a disruption. Okay, you can sell me it doesn't have to be sacks. Then it's got to be tackles for loss. It's got to be taking up double teams. Anything else that would correlate to a guy dominating – it would show up statistically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, I feel like I'm living in this bizarre universe where you watch a guy play is one thing, and then the narrative and what's said are something completely different. But he's young. He's a young player. Hopefully he can do that. So the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52. What was that, 17? That was our, our year, right? That was the magical year. And they have, how many do you think they have left from that team? 17? Yeah. Well, one. The year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, one. Shatley, right? <laughs> no, you talk about oh, the, Eagles. the Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I was answering a text. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles from that team, they don't have a ton either. They have Kelsey, obviously. Goddard, was he on that team yet? It was close. No. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, Fletcher not, Cox. Yep. Six uh, guys. Brandon Graham. Yeah, Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Graham, Fletcher, Lane Johnson, Kelsey, the kicker. Yeah, you turn and, over quick. And 2019 Pro Bowler Rick Lovato, which must be the special teams guy. But, yeah, so six guys left from that team. Um, and that's it. That's well, it. it's a quick it's, – that's the league, right? Yep. I wonder uh, – uh, take the question one more level. I wonder how many of the rest of the 53-man roster on that team are playing for other teams. Yeah. Right? Right. Of the 48 that are – the 47 that aren't those six. We where are, Foles is. Yeah, where are all of them? And Wentz is. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this question. I saw this the other day, and I, um, I, I thought it was interesting. College basketball fan bases that should never storm the court. So I guess they're saying these are blue bloods, right? Okay. Because when I look at it, that's who I'm getting here. You know, these are fan bases that should never storm the court. Uh, Arizona, Indiana, KU, UCLA, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Michigan State, UConn, Villanova, Syracuse, Arkansas, Louisville. That's, that the list sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Does it, why? Yeah. Because I would say this. If mm-hmm. Duke beats Carolina on a last-second shot, that's a storm the court. Mm-hmm. So what is he even talking about? I don't know. If Duke, this is the headline. College I guess my point is this. Never storm the court. If Duke can storm the court, anyone can storm the court. 
And I can find situations where Duke storming the court is applicable. Okay. Can't you? I would assume. Yeah. I don't uh, now the basketball is a little different animal. You're in a closed space, so I don't I don't have a strong of opinion. I don't know why people care when the football fields get stormed. Storm away. If the school wants to let you and you want to replace the goalposts and everything else, mm-hmm. knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you beat or what your record is or what the rest of society thinks your standard should be. If the Knowles beat, you know, Florida and want to storm the field, storm the field. All right, I've got the um, top 50 free agents. In the National Football League? Yeah. Okay. And they do this every year, and I hate it just because the first two are always guys that you know, you know they're not going to be free agents. Well, that's true, too. Right. And a lot of these, you're number about to one, won't be. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. not happening. Uh, number two. Uh, number two could be Orlando Brown from Kansas City. Isn't he a free agent like every year? Yes. Sure seems like <laughs> it. No, I think we get it confused because he was, rather than being a free agent, he was going to like hold out and they traded him, remember? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it feels like. Number three and four are two guys that the Jags should have interest in if they can work out signing, and that's Hargrave from the Eagles. And Payne from Washington. Those are both guys that you should be interested in. Uh, number five, uh, not no thank you, Geno Smith. Number six, Mike McGlinchey. Brady is seven. Saquon is eight. No, 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 no. Jamel Dean, a corner from Tampa, is just 26. Yeah, uh, they're not buying they're, They can't afford a top 10 corner. <clears throat> Jesse Bates, the safety from the Natty. Need that. Dalton Schultz again. What did he get franchised? Yeah, he that's, franchised. That's, Dalton Schultz doesn't do a thing for me. James Bradbury had a very good year for the yeah. Eagles. Again, that's a top CJ Gardner-Johnson. Number 15, Jawan Taylor. Taylor's an easy yeah. mover at 6'5", 312, has an ability to mirror speed and handle power rushers who try to test him on the interior. Taylor's pass block win rate this season was in the middle of the pack, 37th among tackles, but has room to grow. Every NFL team wants to tackle with high-end traits and starting experience which is why Taylor makes the top fifty. He's going to get paid, and the Jags won't be able to afford him. And the further we get away from the afterglow of let's keep this guy and that guy, the reality is going to step in. The Walker Little is going to be your right tackle. Yeah, most likely. Uh, and we'll see. Uh, Draymond uh, Jones is a defensive tackle from Denver. Six and a half sacks. He's uh, 25 years old. Be Josh Jacobs. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is an inside backer with the Bills. Uh, Tony Pollard. Marcus Davenport has had injuries and – uh, if you could get him on the cheap, maybe. Tony Pollard would be an interesting yeah. little piece, depending yeah. on what the cost is. Yeah. Well, he's gonna get he's gonna get paid. I don't know. Running backs don't. Yeah. I, I mean, mean if well, you're doing... I say get paid, he's gonna get millions. But, I mean... but but if you're the Jags, can you? Would you rather spend the like for a really good player at a position you don't have to pay as much than pay you know more money? Like I look at like the Fadika. I can't get over the fact we paid Fadika. By the way, Reddick. Is from Philly and apparently would have wanted to go there anyway. But I can't, Temple. I can't believe we paid Fadakasi more guaranteed money than the Eagles paid Reddick. That blows my mind. That, they got, they got I J- lose confidence in what we're doing this offseason with, with, with facts they, like they that. They got Zach Allen as a defensive end in Arizona who's 26. Young guys moving up. He had five and a half sacks. Um, just looking at guys at Jags. Evan Ingram, they have 29th. See, that's good. We a need volume, Evan Ingram's you know perceived uh, value to be down. A volume target in Jacksonville this Whose season. Whose list is this? ESPN. Okay. Caught 77 passes for 766 yards. 60 of those catches were when he was lined up in the slot or out wide, so he's not a traditional tight end. Best suited for a system that moves him around as he can get loose underneath or work the second and third levels of the route tree. Uh, could get a multi-year deal this spring. Um, there's old Yannick Ngakwe. God. 
Given his subpar tape as a run defender, however, he should be targeted as a situational pass. Yeah, I would not mind that. I don't know, like, what the, the – again, we talked – Tony. I do know what the history is. Tony Conn and him went at it. E.J. Chark is a free agent, another name that we all know. Uh, there's Brandon Graham, who I talked about a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, Arden Key is 47. With the positional flex to kick inside as a sub-package rusher, Key will have multiple suitors on the market. Given his age and production over the past two seasons, 11 sacks, length at six foot five, short area closing speed, key can set up on the edge or scheme out of loaded fronts. Upside is a situational player. So. Yeah, and unfortunately, we you know, so there's we the, get we get way too excited if a guy gets four sacks. I mean, the guys that are making impact are coming to get 10, 12 sacks. The one guy that you read to me on that list that can get that number is Ngakwe. Yeah. It's going to get, you know, if he's in the right spot, get you 12, 13 sacks. That's, a just, that's all you're going to do. I think it's 13 sacks. You, know, you got 12 and a half one year. One year and six. I mean, his numbers are. He ain't getting 12 or 13 sacks. Anymore. I don't know that in the, in the right There's role. no way I'd bring Yannick Ngakwe back. I'm not saying bring him back. Oh. A player like that. He's the guy on that list, I'm saying, that is most of the names that well, you've I'll take. Mr. I'll take Darren Payne or J- Javon Hargrave in a second. Their <laughs> defensive tackles more, but they're. Well, okay, but I'm just talking. I mean, Hargrave has 23 sacks. sacks in three seasons, plus he controls the gaps up front. Payne's a disruptive defender. Uh, entered his contract season with 11 and a half sacks. So there's my guys, but they're expensive. I mean, they're young and good. Ngakwe did have, he did have nine and a half last year. Yeah. Ten the year before that. He's that guy that yeah. has that, you know, potential. Yeah. Four, uh, uh, career high, 12, five, 12 five, and 17. Been on five teams in five years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to say no thank you. Yeah, I'm not suggesting we sign him. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say no thank I'm you. suggesting of the guys on that list if he, he'll have the most sacks next year. Oh. Yeah, he's 27 years old. Yeah. He's going to go somewhere, and he's going to rush the quarterback. That's what he's going to do. Now, yeah. We need that guy that's then, not him. And then guess what? We need that guy that's not him. Then he's going to go be on okay, another f- team. So what? <laughs> Don't care. We need we need that guy that's that's not him specifically. This guy's out there, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's amazing. I don't think free agency and and look, Trent Balky said as much. Yeah. We transition now to draft and develop. Yeah. And they don't have the cash. Now they did get some extra money yesterday. The NFL salary cap went up twenty million. So the Jags go from being four million in the hole, I think, to having sixteen or being four million ahead to having twenty-four. Either way, they're way behind the rest of the curve is what they have to spend, but it should allow you to at least keep what some of what you got. The Ngakwe thing is fascinating. Jacksonville, Minnesota, Baltimore, yeah. Vegas, Indy. Boom, 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 boom. He is really now the 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 you know, the rep is the one trick pony rep. Yeah. You can only rush the passer. Yeah. So you can't, you know, you're not paying extraordinary dollars for a guy that can't be you know three down defender. Yes, correct, correct. And that was the problem. The Jags were right on him, basically, right? I mean, back way back when, they wanted him, he wanted to break the bank, and Jags gave him a great offer, and he turned it down. And, yeah, he never made that money back. And then it got think. ugly with he and Tony Khan, and that's well, you know, yeah. that's probably a bridge that got blown up. And then again, there's no, there's no you know, again, I'm not banging the drum for Yannick. Not, no, no yeah. one is. Yeah, so... Uh, I, the bigger question. I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, how ready. many first round picks uh, last year played in the Senior Bowl? Oh, geez. Uh, five. It's, it's a guess answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, how many would you think played in the Senior Bowl in 1995? Uh, judging by the question, it's either a high number or a low <laughs> number. I don't know what 95 is, but only oh. six last year, and they probably won't be that this year. Six is pretty good. If you're looking for a quarterback, yeah, just drive right on by Mobile. Spend the weekend drinking. We got nobody. Oh, my God, dude. Who we got? They all turned him down. 
I don't care. Levis should have went. Bennett would have been better off being in Mobile than Rather Dallas. Than drunk, I guess. So you're saying that, that it would have been better for Bennett to be at the Senior Bowl than being picked up yeah. drunk in Dallas? I think so. All right. Uh, here, let me give you the uh, the lowdown, as it were. These, these are your core. Honestly, I bet you I could have given you – I could have picked a couple guys off this list and you would not have been able to identify them. Mm-hmm. That's how bad the position is. Now, look, you're – a little bit more psycho than that, so you will uh, probably know all the names. But mm-hmm. it is a, mm-hmm. uh, it is ugly, dude. Okay, Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner is uh, the California kid, right? Fresno, Fresno, Fresno State. Okay. Uh, Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon might be Northwestern. Houston might have played at Northwestern. Maybe. Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall is BYU. BYU. Tyson Bagent. Tyson. Badgent, I don't know. Yeah, that's because he played at Shepherd College. Okay. Uh, Max Duggan. He might be the guy who uh, won, like, the small college Probably. thing. Well, we know Duggan. How yeah. much of an NFL future you see for Malik Cunningham? That's Louisville. And then Hendon Hooker accepted the invite, but he's got a he's torn, there. torn ACL. He's there, though. Right. <coughs> um, is, is, I mean, would you want Max Duggan on any team other than your arch rival? <laughs> I'm not much on any of those QBs, yeah. and no, nor are we in the market for one, so that's a good thing. For sure. Uh, here we go. Win-loss FSU schedule release yesterday. Okay, FSU is going to be improved. It. I mean, I, we, we still got to get, you know, we got to get through a, a portion and a piece. Oh. This will be a more accurate uh, prediction maybe in August. But yeah, I'll we play. as experts had them, you know, pegged as like a 6-6 six six and and six six, type yeah. team last year. They went, hey. Last year they went 10-3, and three, so keep uh, bear this uh, bear this in mind as we screw this up, but. Here we go. FSU. They open with LSU in Orlando on Sunday, September third. Um, boy, that's going to be a really, really that's a big go, season opener. I'm going to say man. LSU. That's a big, big important game. I'm going to say that's a loss for both programs. I mean, that is such. Uh, both will be in the top ten. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, I would too. I think LSU's got just a little. I just, I you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. <clears throat> yeah. The last time LSU played, they beat Purdue like sixty-three to seven. Okay. Uh, then they play Southern Miss at Doak. It's a win. The following week, then they go to BC. Win. Then they go to Clemson Saturday, September twenty-third. It's a great game that'll really define their season. Yeah. Because those two right there, yeah, Tiger, hold the Tiger. If they can get through that, yeah, they'll be top three, maybe. They'll be in unbelievable shape. I have a if, chance to be a, a playoff team for even sure. Even if they're three and one, they're still not. They're they're still in good shape. I'm gonna say I, I just, just don't want to be two I, and two. I think, I, I think, I think they will be. I just, I, Clemson came in and handled them this year. Clemson's also going to be very good next year. That quarterback's going to be good, Ick. Mm-hmm. Klubinick, is that his name? Klubnik. I think uh, I think FSU wins for sure one of them. Okay, so you have them three and one. I have I'd have them three and, and one at once. All right, I got them two and two. Then they're off. Then they go Virginia Tech. Winner. Syracuse. Winner. Duke. Winner. All at home. Yeah. At Wake. Winner. At Pitt. Winner. Miami. Winner. North Al. Winner. At Florida. Winner. That's eight in a row. Yeah, ten and two. Their whole season will be defined by October one in a lot of ways. Now, look of those eight games, one of those, one or two of those games, it'll be it'll be a. I think the Florida game, game, the Florida LSU game, you know, could break either way. You know, having that game in games, a lot of it's going to depend on how much improvement does Billy Napier's squad. But look, those teams battled to the end when Florida was six and seven, and 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 FSU was ten and three. Yeah. 
right? I don't. I, I do think this about the further removed you get from the season with Florida, it's probably not as bad and 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 you know tragic as it felt at the time. All right, let's just all take a deep breath. Let's turn around some of these rooms. We wanted to clear out this room and improve it, and this one and that one and the other one. Still got work to do in some, but we'll we'll see. I did notice this about the transfers. The number is big, but I saw somebody rank the transfer moves. Mm-hmm. Florida didn't lose a transfer ranked in the top 50, and they added one that was. So you could argue in a game that only has 22 starting spots, you were better in the transfer portal, not worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not viewed that way because they don't have a big volume. But for their particular roster, you lost guys that weren't ranked, and you got one who's like top 30. Um. They released the ACC schedules last night. That's why I brought okay. it up. Anything else that caught uh, your eye? One other thing I'll, I'll mention, Mark Richt, who I love, good dude. Um, he's an analyst for ACC Network. And they're doing the schedule release show Monday. And he coached George, as you know, for 15 years. Um, and, he, and they were talking about uh, neutral site location games. Now, there's a late neutral site game I used to coach in, Georgia, Florida, and Jacksonville, which wasn't really much of a neutral site, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't, I, I never understood that argument. It damn sure is. If you walk around that, unless what, there's some aura in the air, Hick? I would say he's probably talking about more. They get the bus. We got to fly. It's in Florida. It's not in Georgia. Those type of things, I guess. But okay. he was also 5-10 and 10 against Florida in his 15 years. That, that so. probably, yeah. And we know what, you know, we know what... Billy, or Kirby Smart thinks about that game. So, anyway, the the contract expires here in the next cycle here. When is it? Uh, 20 options in 24 and 25. So, we'll see what happens. But, anyway, it's just interesting uh, going forward what, what will happen with that particular game. So, uh, but, yeah, that was the, the ACC schedule release was last night. And so, it was kind of interesting. And, and, you know, look, if you're FSU fan, man, you got to be sky high, dude. Yeah, for sure. And, well, I'm and in, it's it's I, I will say this, uh-huh. and, and, and I don't say this with the desire that I may have said it earlier in my career in uh-huh. fandom. Uh-huh. It is, it's a treacherous hold. It's tenuous. Mm-hmm. It's tenuous. You're going to have to follow up Jordan Travis with a quarterback, or this will all be a two-year blip. Florida had him. They had him with Mullen and Trask. They were top 10 in the in the. Top 10 in the country in back-to-back years and winning the SEC East, beating Georgia. Yeah. They've done a lot of those things. you got to have the staying power of a quarterback who is going to keep you there. Uh, Wake Forest kicks off the schedule August 31st against Elon. Louisville plays Tech at Mercedes-Benz Georgia on Tech? September 1st. Yeah. yeah. Florida go, State plays LSU tech. on Sunday, September 3rd. And then a Clemson-Duke on Labor Day. Ugh. Yeah. That's what they're giving us, ESPN? Duke won nine games last I year. I don't give a rat's rear. Yeah. No one wants to see Clemson Duke. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame has Wake Forest. That, uh, that'll be good because Hartman went to Notre Dame. So mm-hmm. yeah. that'll be interesting. And the model's changed. It's no longer divisions, as you know. In the ACC? It's three five five model involving three permanent opponents for each school to maintain rivalries. Yeah. Along with a rotation selection of five unique teams every other year. Well, what, what did I know? I did not know that that was official. Who were FSU's mm-hmm. three? Uh, Miami, Clemson, Miami, Clemson, and like whoever. Virginia was it? Well, they don't play them, so I'm gonna. I don't no, know. Well, not them then. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. It should be Vitek is what it feels like. Maybe it was Louisville. Was it Louisville? Um, let's see here. And FSU's three permanent are 
Syracuse, Clemson, Miami, and Syracuse. Syracuse, one of the great rivalries of all time. Well, you can't put it, you can't bunch them all up. No, I know. I hope and Miami. I don't think is Clemson, is it? FSU got this kind of the screw there. If you consider uh, Miami, if you're the, FSU. You want well, to play but, but no. But my point is, if you consider Miami the third best team in the ACC, but my point is, if FSU is playing Miami at Clemson and the other two aren't playing all three, that's an advantage. That's a disadvantage. Tough questions for the executive vice president of the. Tough, huh? Well, I mean, we got juice everywhere in golf right now. Juicy. He had some juiciness. He's going to have to dig in and He got represent. the winner this weekend. He's probably walking in here like he's the cat's meow. He's riding high. Like, what that? Well, how is that any right, different so from last year? Got a fresh uh, brunch with the tour head. coming up too. right after this. All right, let's talk some golf right now. We got juice. juice. Juicy year. We got Stuart. Juicy. Stuart Moore is here from the the, uh, PGA Tour. Should have brought more food. No brought logo. some mimosas if we're going to. We got no logo shirt today? Oh, yeah, no, oh okay. I was there. like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, time yeah, we're, out. We're PJ. Okay. Just... If it's free, it's for me. Okay? I know. Yeah, we're yeah. always going to be logoed I'm up. I'm not sure I've ever seen you non-logoed. I have never not branded the PGA right Tour. I didn't see Valentine's it. Valentine's Day so dinner with my wife. Yes. ET, how's that driver? Where I go? He swings good? I went to a Top Golf yesterday, and I had to use theirs. Oh, oh no. <laughs> forgot the gift again, Stuart? Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot this was coming back to me at some point. Yeah, it does for sure. We never had this problem with CRPR. That's all I'm saying. Or PR, you know what I'm saying. CRPR, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. to be fair, we did. But no, he brought us. He took care of all of us, regardless of winning and losing. Not always, CRPR, it, not always in a timely fashion. That's true. But you it's just been, found it's some been nice accounts to put it under. It would be influencer. It would be finance. Well, love CRPR. Yeah, it could be golf course properties. Makes no sense. Huh? I know. I need you, to be better at that. You need to learn to cheat. Honest Abe over here. Okay, right. is, the, is, the, is the juice overtaking the golf? Is all the stuff off the courses more talked about than what's happening on the course? I think it fed on course this week. Yeah. I think if we hadn't talked about Rory, Pat, Patty Reed, then we would not know who won that golf tournament. I would suggest that. Wouldn't have or if Rory it. didn't win it, or we Patty didn't win it, yeah. we wouldn't have known. That's just, a big event. I, I I think the core golf fan would, would, would know that. But, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I mean, the <laughs> there is no juice on the other side. Right yeah. now, I mean, when are we when are we playing? When do we we have a schedule now? We're at Orange County National, the uh, former home of the Corn Ferry Tour Q School. So yeah. here we go. Um, a little bit, a little bit lacking. Yeah, Reed. Listen, it didn't take Reed joining Live. This is beyond Live with Reed. Yeah, they don't. Reed's nobody just likes an a hole. Yeah, Reed, Reed's a in a tough spot, and someone's about to cut a tree down in Dubai to see if there's a uh, a titleist with a. Uh, <laughs> With his name be, on well, it. Well, Brandon Chamley better hope there are. He is going to get sued for real this time. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he I'm, went, uh, he yeah. went overboard in saying it's here. But Reed, at the end of the day, Reed cheats and lies with such ease. That's what's scary. It's not bad. It's not so bad if you know a liar. It's, you know what it does. It's so easy, Dan. Just like he's having a conversation with you. Yeah, and I, yeah, I mean that like that you. went that went back to his. <laughs> why are you looking at that ball? Yeah, I found a guy that's just over here, Stuart. <laughs> That goes back to the the days at UGA. That's where I mean, yeah. that literally is where it started. That's how he wound up at Augusta State, and it's kind of well. They had another controversy, and then we told you last week that uh, you know Reed approached him on on the driving range, and Roy didn't give him the time of day, and then which Reed, is fine, right. and, and you know, and again, Reed Reed's you know, a big baby. whatever. They're, they're, big patty it Reed. is what it is. I big mean, Patty Reed choked down the stretch, and Rory ran him down and won the golf tournament, and said after. I'm not gonna lie, this one meant a little bit more. Yeah, he said that after he won. Now that's not even a PGA Tour event, but. There's some so, it's a very the big DP World, World yeah, Tour event. Sure. Those, those are sure. really good tournaments. But back so. here stateside, it was a hell of a field. It was a good tournament. And 
Max Home has officially transitioned, right? From quirky yeah. personality social media guy to one of the top 10 golfers in the world. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think you, you see him coming down the stretch and it, it, the, the non-designated events, right? That was the big concern going into the year. You see Rom win at Amex. You see, you know, it was Rom and Ryder and, and Max um, there at Torrey Pines and, and certainly a few others uh, late on Sunday, but, uh, or sorry, Saturday, as we forgot to mention last week, a Saturday finish. Uh, but Max is great. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's always had a great sense of humor on Twitter. I think he would even be the first to admit if you just sit down and, had a drink with him, you, you might not just sit there dying laughing the whole time. It's, you know, he's very witty with the writ, wit, written word, but in person is, you know, funny, I, but not that I funny. need to jump in for just oh, a second. No. I've got a little bit of breaking news for you cats. I know this is brunch with the tour, but when it happens, we tell you here oh, wait, I just, on the drill. I see the logo. Go ahead. It's not, it's not um, Sam Darnold. Sorry, Stuart. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence, pro bowler. Uh, oh, he's in. Yeah, oh. Mahomes is out. Lawrence oh. is in. Oh, there wow. was some talk that Tyler Huntley was the fourth what? alternate. I was like, what in the hell? Okay. And <laughs> they, don't, yeah. they don't play anymore. Is he in the flag football Tunnels game? Is that what yeah. that means? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. So, Trev, Trev. Trev and Agnew it, now in all, going, in all seriousness, going to the Pro does Bowl. Does it mean anything that there's not a game? Does like, it mean it, anything? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like before, well, we well we'd watch Trevor play. If, oh. the, if the, the as much as we quote hated the Pro Bowl, yeah. If the old system was around, we'd damn sure be watching this Sunday. Oh yeah, you'd watch Trevor. Are you well, gonna? We watch, would, but are you gonna watch him long drive contest? No. no, let's don't let's don't like. It's a little gimmicky. Again, let's you can say we won't. The Pro Bowl gets a lot better ratings than anything else in sports. I didn't say we won't. Oh, yeah. You said we won't. No, no, no. You just said we won't. We would where we would if we if he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there is no Pro Bowl. So it doesn't matter. Correct. That's right. what I mean. Yeah. Back anyway. to back to Homer real quick. Okay. Um, anyway, congrats to Trevor. Yeah, but ho- hopefully the fans saw on Friday. We finally been working on this for over a decade, probably of getting him. Yeah, he's mic'd talking. Up, yeah, mic'd up on thirteen, talking with Trevor Ullman. This is something we're going to start doing a lot more of with our players, and I think it's more or less just getting comfortable. Homer tried it in one of the practice rounds. It's basically just an AirPod you put in your ear and. He goes, hey, I, I practice with these in my ear all the time. This is nothing. And so right. for him to kind of give us that insight, I thought was really cool. I, I, Hopefully you'll see more of it. Yeah, I, I thought the reaction was just a tad over the top. Like you just reinvented. I've seen this before, dude. I watch a European tour. They interview him right down the fairway every game. It was a little bit different because he was by himself. Yeah. And I like it. I hope they keep yeah. doing it. Don't get me wrong. i tell you what. Was it too golfy? Was it? No. It needs to be golfy, well, bro. I know, but no like... one's watching Thursday afternoon Max Holman but golfy guys. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting yelled at. Oh no! I brought the breakfast. No, no, no! I'm not attack. Didn't pay for the breakfast. I think it's, it's an attack. Yeah, I yeah, think it's. I think it's. You have you to propped up golfing. something that you're proud of. Yeah, he chopped it right down. That's what, that's what happened. He took out mm. the axe, swung it, knocked happens. it right down. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, you did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, enjoyed oh, I didn't it. take yeah. that at all. No, I'm just saying it wasn't <laughs> as. I mean, it wasn't like the, it, whatever. Okay. Well, but I thought it was good. Like, I think the waiting in the fairway, yeah. what's going through your head. Sure. I think walking up to the green, he's like, oh, the volunteers, he's the right guy to do the volunteers are looking for the ball. That's I, never a good sign. Like, little things like that. I thought it was great. Let me keep the, uh, you know, uh, let, let me add another know, segment to, to the audience here or address a different segment. But I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of that YouTube golf. They've got these different entities. There's Bob Does Sports. There's Good Good. And they do oh, these golf. Oh, wow. You things. are full millennial. Well, yeah. But here's wow. the deal. 
Mm-hmm. Max Homa went out and played these dudes. These dudes from from yeah. Bob Does Sports plays for eighteen holes. Well, they tell play. people what Bob Does Sports. It's a YouTube know. channel. Okay, it's these three guys, and they you know they 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 do a bunch of golf. They play golf against each other. They play golf. Oh, it's all with golf. Other, it's all golf. They're golfers. 100%. They're golf. They're, okay. well, no, some of them are. Some of the golfer channels are more. They're better golfers. Others, they're good golfers, not great golfers. Mm-hmm. But if you take three guys and you play, but Max Homa played an eighteen hole match match against them. My point is, if you've got the personality to do that, obviously he's a fan of that channel. He's mm-hmm. been watching it. It doesn't come out of nowhere. But if you can go play that kind of golf, it makes him perfect for for that that segment you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, he's playing the whole game with it. Right. And by the way, he's never shot 59. He had a, It's worth watching, by the way. He's never shot a 59. He had a putt for 59 in the last hole. Look at you. Yeah. I had no idea. This is yeah. very what? Twitterless Jeff all over the YouTube uh, content you creators. Yeah. Uh, we had Bob does golf or Bob does sports, yeah. right? We yeah. had them at the uh, tour championship, and they uh, they wanted to ask Jordan Spieth a question in the uh, in the interview room. So of course they waltz in there, all of them with a Michelob Ultra in hand. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. And I thought Doug Ferguson's head was going to explode. Yeah. They're, <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, yeah. Who are these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Where are their credentials? Yeah. That's one word for it, it. It's super fun. It's super fun and relatable I, to watch. Yeah. Like the good good guys, same deal. I like well, they're like you know. I'll give you an example. You know the dude, perfect guys. Yeah. It's kind of that yeah. feel. But yeah. they're not doing trick shots. They're just doing different golf things. So they're the ones I told you I saw that club that you went to you're wearing right now, Payne's Valley. Oh okay. they did a whole trip there and played mm-hmm. different courses, different Those contests. Arts, yeah. And all well, right, I, there's uh there's uh uh let's get into this real quick and then we'll come back and do our picks. Two segments, uh Stuart Moore. Ooh. Congratulations. You know, actually I heard I heard you. I was listening to last week's segment. Uh-huh. And maybe let's call it like eight ten, you guys, oh, we got brunch coming up. Oh, yeah. it's back and how many segments? You're like, oh, it's just one segment. We just I do one segment too. with Stewie. Yeah. I think you said. I think he said. I probably one. did. Yeah. 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 You're, you're shortchanging me. Yeah. Right out of the well, gate. I mean, we he's did. taking did down my up, Max Homa. You're telling me. Did one you end up doing two segments? I, I did. just enhanced. I did, but hey, yeah. shut up. You. Fi- <laughs> I, th- I thought I rallied and enhanced your Max Homa, but I guess it failed. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> we'll come back with the picks. We'll uh, look well, a little hang bit. On at, a second. Oh, I thought you just said one thing. Well, yeah, and the one thing isn't about two segments. It was the one thing that. Talk about is this Cam Smith story that we're looking yeah. at. Well, apparently uh, there's a. What's the deal? Well, there's an article in the USA Today. I believe it's today or yesterday. Let me get the date on the article. It's in the USA Today. Yeah, published January well, 30th. Also known as Golf Week. Okay. It's, it came from Golf Week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's oh, the yeah. golf. Ne- and this Adam uh, Shupak, I believe he isn't he a member at Sawgrass even. Uh, he's he a, lives, he here. lives here for sure. Yeah. I think he's a Sawgrass member. Yep. But anyway, he's doing a story that Cameron Smith around town may even be leaving the First Coast, even though he built that, that big new place. No, nowhere locally will let him play, is the oh. accusation. He's being blackballed from joining you know, some of the other courses. Well, I know he can't he's, go to the stadium course anymore and hit balls. Yeah, I don't know if this is— I can probably <laughs> confirm Listen, that. This, this, to me, this, to me, feels a lot more rumorish than it does factual. Okay. But according to this, he's persona non grata at TBC Sawgrass, obviously. Um, his team sent, quote, feelers if he can practice at Ponte Vedra and Club, Atlantic Beach Country Club, Sawgrass Country Club, as well as joining them. But those clubs have waiting lists, and his reps were essentially told that he would be placed at the back of the line. Yeah. Um, no more preferential treatment. Um, also, rumors he was escorted off the grounds at nearby Pablo Creek. Oh. Where Beeman and Fincham well, time were just, out. again. Time out. We can get to the bottom of this real quick. Get Maddie every, and yeah. we'll find out the juice on this yeah, one. That's, that's I, I, I I said this the, the, the from the moment he left. This is a tried and true military town, and he was one hundred percent going to be persona non grata anywhere he. Turns. It looks like that's happening, and that's fine. I don't I don't I don't have a problem with it, but it is what it is. You took 
the you, you want to sell we all your have soul, our, you got we all have our own opinions and that's fine and they're you know whatever you guys by the way we also have a giveaway to do when we come back right that's does right. that start that's today right. yeah two tuesday tickets military and, appreciation day the riley green concert and taco lou 25 dollars. wow wow God, i can do these reads a lot happening very nice. great right, all right we'll take you. a break come Might back to the picks next right here on the drill All right, do we, uh, you know, I I mean, we, we need some financial accounting from Ernst & Young this week. We got to make sure we're up to date. We keep the running scores. The oh, we got it total. right here. I'm looking at it. You got them all for all of us. Yes. That's yeah. what I do. Yes. Uh, according to Listen e. to me. After this year's Friday five-pack debacle, <laughs> I got to double check because now we got oh. money involved. We couldn't get that damn thing up, EP, to save our lives every week. Huh? You know that. I've got, the, I've got the tour in the lead with $1.8 million. Well, I don't like that at all. Congratulations. He picked Finau and Homa. Okay. That's right. I've got E in second. Second Mor- place, Shawty. Morikawa and JT, 667. Oh, I'm glad it wasn't 666. Uh, I would quit. I'm going to get up and leave. <laughs> Danny's in third with Rom and Taylor Montgomery at 333. Of course he is. Six. I had Shoffley, and I think that's it. You had 160. That's not too bad, actually. With Shoffley and uh, so, Dolores' boy, so, Will. <laughs> I am so uh, excited to be only 1.2 million out of first after just one week. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. So we turn to uh, AT and T Pebble Beach. Yeah, it does start Thursday. It does start. It, does it start ends Thursday. on Sunday. Can I ask you a question, Stewie? Sure. I'm surprised this isn't better attended. I mean, is, is Pebble Beach lost its allure? Is it what is it about there that keeps people? Well, you because we don't have like these big names, Homa and Rom and all the guys we just saw. Yeah, it's almost like they all got together and tag teamed which ones to hit. Because we still have Hovland and Spieth and Matthew Fitzpatrick, but mm. then the name, the big but names. You got to remember, end. after this week, they've got four designated events yeah. in five in a row. Weeks. So okay, it was Waste Management, Genesis, and the Honda Classics non-designated. Then Arnold Palmer Invitational, then players. Which by I'd the way, like to be the my Honda, anxiety the is thirty-four days away. Oops. I just like to be the Honda these days. Honda's non-designated. Let's see. They're out west, and then they're coming to Florida, and we're the non-designated. So, ouchie. Yeah. But I think I think Pebble, I think the format, the pro-am format. I mean, some guys love it, right? Jordan Spieth loves it. I mean, yep. Plays with uh, with Jake Owen every year. So, some guys love it, and some guys, you know, they take a pass. They take a pass. All right. So, with that contractors. said, uh, Jeffrey, you have the first pick. I do. Um, Congratulations. I, I've got a ride. His track record. I, his game seems to be, gosh, hole to hole as much as round to round or week to week. But I'll, I'll go with Spieth. All right. Um, then I go, right? Yeah. I'll take a Victory Hovland. Okay. Victory e. Hovland. I'm going with uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Oh, the US, okay. What's the... PGA champ, isn't he? Going chalk. Well, we're going here. Well, I mean, uh, it makes sense. The yeah. chalk's about to run out, by the way, so good luck. Yeah. I'm going to go with my boy, Seamus Power. Yeah, Seamus. Seamus Power. Seamus Power, I kind of consider to be the European Max Home. Uh, Stewie, is there any win truth to the rumor that on Sunday, if Seamus rolls in a beautiful eagle putt on 18, which I believe is a par five. Is that correct? I don't like picking first. Yes. That's not the right play for the loser. Will you run out of your house and raise your fist in the air and scream, I've got the power! I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Don't do that. No? CNC Music Factory, by the way. <laughs> got you. the artist down. Thank you and I respect coming out of the yeah. break Thank with a little, bo- yeah. little Bobby Brown for me. Yeah. I noticed that. Mom may know this song. The kids I can't don't believe I just song. pulled up that. Mom's there there it down. is. 
Yeah. This is, you go, can we go studio stereo effect or no? I mean, Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm just living in our own <laughs> world here. You guys should, uh, you guys should talk to the... Oh, boy. <laughs> here we go. WMD. Go, Stu. <laughs> go, Jeff. Uh, uh, while we're on radio. Uh, where are we at here? Good we Lord. are back we to are... E. Did you pick two? We have derailed. Jordan That's picked the second one. Oh, you got... sorry. Seamus Power. And yeah. I'm going to go with this guy making his first start after becoming a father. Mm-hmm. Really settles you down. Settle, sure. Going to be the star. Nothing says relaxation like a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Perspective. Nothing settles you down. Um, and the other thing about this guy is when this Netflix series drops, and we should talk about that in the coming weeks, mm-hmm. he's going to become a darling superstar. Let's go Joel Damon. Joel Damon. Everyone loves Damon. You're kind of like a Joel Damon. That's who you would be on tour. You'd have that bucket hat. You kind of look like the guy. Kind of big. Oh, Joel Damon-esque. Not, not in the weight room yeah. too much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, a couple just, pints after yeah, the round. Yeah, just every yeah. man. Just yeah. every man. Kind Even of. a heater, if yeah. you will. Yeah. I mean, I'd fire up a heater. That was, yeah, that was in no way intended as any kind of insult. I didn't yeah. take it that Okay, way. good. I hope Stewie didn't. I'm starting to wonder. Mm-hmm. E? I'm feeling real uh, Tom hoagie Yeah, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Oh. That sentence a lot much. of people don't know. Hoagie's the defending <sighs> champ. Let's go. There's uh, a bunch of nobody left here. I'm not happy at all. I'm gonna go. Happening. I'm gonna go with not a nobody. Just oh. name recognition alone. Yeah. I'll take Justin Rose. Rose by any oh. other name. Some love say it. love. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I'm not fired up at all about what I'm seeing here in front of me. Um. Why don't you do I'll it you, and take Callum Taron? What about time. Russell Knox, hometown guy? Why don't you go with Satoshi Kadera? Just one time. Oof. Old Mark Hubbard, he's playing. Oh, almost hubs. Yeah. West Virginia. <laughs> um, Barnsey, Eric Barnes. This well, is, this is, this is, is uh, we got slim, a, slim pickings here, yeah. man. I'm not going to lie. What about KU? Is there a pace of play penalty here? What's going uh, on? I don't think as much time as I want, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Keith Mitchell. <laughs> Keith Mitchell. Yeah. The picks are in, ladies and gentlemen. Mitch. Stewie, great to see you. I call yeah, great to be seen. We're going to talk some high school hoops coming up. We'll get the Lock and Law high school report next. And by the way, giveaways galore. Because we care right now, uh, we've got. All right, check this out now. We've got two Tuesday tickets. Military Appreciation Day. Star singer this year is Riley Green. Riley freaking Green. Yeah. We also have afterwards a nice gift certificate to Taco Lou. There you go. Six four one ten ten. Right now, is that correct? E? Do I, I I got everything in? And then we also have the. Uh... The uh, the tour card. The tour card. The first T tour card. The first T tour card yeah, offering discounts at 16 area golf courses, including Dyes Valley Course. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. We're not giving that all to one person. Correct. Oh. All right. Don't sprinkle it in now. Be kind, be courteous. Uh-huh. Tell E what you would prefer. You'll ask them if they want the tour. And then the second caller will get the second prize. How's that? Very nice. Like so we that. got the tour card for as one. And then we got the Tuesday tickets and the Taco Lou gift certificate as two. Just that is what I've designated. And Cam Smith, you're not eligible if you're right. out there in the list. Yeah, audience. Cam, don't call in. <laughs> you can't. We'll, we'll, we, your money's not good here. For you, won't right. e- you won't even have to be escorted off because I think the front door is still locked at 1010. One of these days I'm going to show up. I'm just going to waltz right in. Text I, you I mean, this is like Fort Knox, man. That's right. We, 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 we <laughs> say a lot of controversial things. We need. They got to protect the investment here. Yeah. Right? We need. I mean. Steel I mean, walls. I am 46 and every Get Tuesday. Get him out of here. Turn Kill off his mic. mic and Turn let's it go. off. Kill Mike. Brunch with the tour is over. We'll come back, talk a little high school sports and more. You are listening to The Drill on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right, we're talking some high school hoops. Oh, pull that mic down right there. 
Uh, Dylan, I'm sorry. You guys talk into the mic. We've got Dylan Lewis. We've been chatting in the break here. Yeah. Travis Knox. Uh, no, any relation to Russell Knox? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no relation. Uh, John Knox. Remember him? The John shooter Knox. back in the day. Yeah, J.U. Uh, Dylan Lewis and Travis Knox are from Oakleaf Basketball. And really one of the best stories of the high school hoop season, 18-1. and one. Yeah, the good athletic program out there. At Do you Oakleaf, know who the one loss was to? Uh, no, I don't. I'd have to Providence get it. Providence in overtime. Yeah, I'll say Providence will be my overtime. guess. Overtime. So for y'all. How, how, t- listen, we'll talk about the 18. Yeah. Uh, but Dylan, tell us about that game. That was a tournament game? Yeah, like it was a, a tournament Was game. it Christmas time? Was, or? Um, before Christmas. Uh-huh. That's it a was. great coming out party for you yeah. guys, though, because anybody play, Providence has the, you know, has the resume and, yeah, and thought of sure. being the best team in the area. And you guys went toe-to-toe with them. Tell yeah. me about that game. Uh, it was a good game. Uh, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, everybody was a little excited, a little bit nervous. Yeah. Definitely. But um, it was a lot of fun, obviously, playing against a quality opponent like uh, like Providence. Yeah. Um, so, we just started building on that and started second. Stock got, got rolling. Yep. Yeah, so, Travis, uh, overtime game that was, right? So, you had some chances in the, in the game to, to win it. Yes, sir. We had plenty of chances in the game to win it. Mm-hmm. Nice little time out at the end of the half. Our good coaching stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. And we had a chance to win it. And that's all right. Ball was hey, so that's early in the year. But as Dylan said, you guys were able to build off that and get on a roll. So yeah. you've probably won how many in a row now? Do you know? Like 12, 12 13 in a row. Yeah. And now we're kind of, where are we in the season? Um, we got just the last week of our regular season. Okay. So we got two coming up. All right. Tomorrow Who, and Thursday. Who do we got tomorrow? Uh, Atlantic Coast, our senior night game at home. Okay, so that'd be special for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. What's yeah. that like, senior night? I mean, is that – I mean, you, you've watched your teammates go through yeah. it, but what are, you, what, what are your emotions? It goes by fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> obviously, they're an emotional event for every senior yeah. um, on our team. But yeah. Obviously, we want to come out with the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball always been your sport? You've been playing yeah. since you are a little kid? Yeah. You play other sports, or it's just been basketball for uh, all these years? For the most part. Actually, I grew up in Germany. So okay. Up in Germany, playing, playing soccer. soccer for a yeah. mm-hmm. bit. They put you in goal or what? Nah. Because you're tall. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, now yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you would fit well there now. Yeah, but play soccer, but then made the, made the switch early. Military family? Is that why you're in Germany? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, have ascended to the varsity this year. You're a junior. Yes, sir. And you said you played JV last year. Yes, sir. What's the difference been like for you? Take you some time to adjust or you feel, you know, where's your game at right now? difference was varsity is a definitely a faster paced game yeah i wasn't jv yeah it is more fast paced more up to tempo uh-huh and no it didn't take me that much time to get adjusted and yeah. stuff like that so yeah i'll say i caught it pretty fast and yeah on it. you've been playing that you do you guys do the aau and all that in yeah. the summertime yes sir your, your mom drives you all around here and <laughs> and takes you all over the state or wherever you go to right y'all been yeah. through this right yeah, for sure. go play yes, basketball sir. who is the uh, who is the best basketball player you've played against, Dylan, would you say? The best basketball player? Yeah. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but okay. we played in a tournament in South Carolina. Okay. And we played this one team out of um, Michigan, actually. Okay. One kid. That's kind of cool. He, he's ranked, too. He's Do you know where he's going? Nah. You know? Do you have one? Do you know one? Mm, not that I can think of. It's what, in my head. What, what win this year are you guys most proud of? Probably uh, both the Orange Park wins. Orange Park? Yeah, it's rivalry there. Yeah. Okay. It's always fun playing against them. Yeah. Um, first time at, at home mm-hmm. was more of a blowout. But that second game, uh, that second game was a grind. You get the uh, – uh, w- one thing I've noticed in watching high school basketball, and the kids seem to like it, but uh, you get the packed gyms. Yeah. 
the kids get on you guys. Yeah. They start they taunting you. Yeah, God sure. forbid you shoot. That was not like that when I know. Back it's in different the day. now. I'm telling you. They know it doesn't everyone. bother you all that much, it right? No. no. You no. kind of thrive off it in a way when yeah, you're... No, it's, it's all fun, <laughs> you, yeah, you it's, think. It's fun, but it's an energy booster, obviously, it, when you play yeah. at somebody else's place and they're, they're taunting you or whatever. <laughs> Definitely. like to be the villain at their court. Yeah. Yeah. Court, yeah. So yeah. It's good. That's different. I mean, I'm they know to that mindset, You know what it is, I think... Is social media, yeah, right? You guys are already all know each other, and so you and and you play against each other all the time. Some of those guys you play against are probably your maybe your teammate on AU or yeah. whatever, but they they know who your girlfriend is. Yeah, they know what what you're and doing. And I think that they, they don't take as the. The, they, they don't, don't take, take as much offense as like others do for them. Yeah. How could they yeah. say that? I mean, I don't think they really even <laughs> doesn't bother you care half the time. No, so it doesn't yeah. bother. Me. I like to tune that stuff. Out. Yeah. yeah. What what, what style of basketball do y'all play? If you're going to make a deep run, what what's it going to take? I mean, you both you know got some size on you. What yeah. what position do you play? Uh, at I play six point four? guard. So you're point guard at six yeah, four. Cool. What about you? Forward. Yeah, you know, forward. What are you about to say? Are you six five. What are you? Six three. Six three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's Big the guys? best dunker between you two? <laughs> I got the dunking part. <laughs> you definitely got the dunking part. Got it? Okay. All right, all right. Six-four right. point guard, huh? Yeah. yeah do, you, do you pull up from the top of the key and let it launch? I do, but yeah. get to the rim. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's well, a big advantage. So. Yeah. yeah, obviously with my height, can see over a bunch of people. How, how many players y'all play? What's, what's your style of play? Is it like a deep, rotational, yeah, you know, fast-paced yeah, you know, kind very, of system? Very fast-paced. I think that's a big difference from last year. Coming this yeah. year, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fast-paced uh, defensive energy. Eight, eight. I mean, in eighteen and one, you, you guys got hopes, right? I mean, yeah. you win it all. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the goal. You know, we're not talking about sitting they're in a 13, very thirteen and eight team. That yeah. yeah, they can win it all. But you're eighteen and one, man. You just gotta. They got have, a really good district. Have very you escaped a couple of times? Or there have been some like some close calls one way or the other, and it uh, kind of worked your way, or a little bit. Yeah, but I think it was that's sports. More, yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Well, that's cool. What? Well, um, when do we start the postseason then? Next week? Yeah, next week. And you don't know who you play yet because you got a couple of regular season I mean, games we, technically. We, who do you go through? Do you know? Yeah, probably, probably Nice in the semifinals. Okay. And mm-hmm. then we'll probably meet Ponte Vedra, mm-hmm. Park, yeah. Fleming in the championship. Okay. That's some good. That's a good district. Man, yeah. I'm telling you for people that listen to us, mm-hmm. get out and watch some of these games. They're fun. Right? I mean, yeah. there's, there's a game in your neighborhood or around the corner or across town. Mm-hmm. Go go check them out, man. They're there's playing, nothing playing like, high levels. and I know you guys get the juice of a packed gym yes. when you play. And you <laughs> yeah. come out either home or away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so much fun. And you got to cherish every moment, especially you, because yeah. your time is, is running out. And you'll hopefully go on and play college basketball. You have plans, so you're searching. Got an offer already, so congrats on that. And Appreciate it. Good luck going forward. Make sure the grades are good. Yes, sir. Yes, Make sure sir. the test scores are good. <laughs> and go on and get that education, and congratulations. Do they have to you. check in with you every night, or is this just in general? Just in general. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm an adjunct professor I now, see so that. I feel yeah. like I need to right. make sure I get the message sure. out yeah. to the young people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what Definitely. I'm doing. So we got Dylan Lewis. Travis Knox, Oakleaf basketball, eighteen and one. Wow, that's getting nice. ready for the uh, getting ready for the stretch run, and uh, yeah, we're about to head into the uh, winter go home time. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. well, yeah. you're 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 very nice, very impressive young men. So keep keep it up on yep. all fronts, mom. You're doing a terrific job up there, right? <laughs> I don't know how many more I'll tell you that I can tell already. Didn't take doesn't take long. We yeah. tell quick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're we're doing good jobs, y'all. Go win your state, man. Yes, yeah. I mean, you'll yes, remember sir. forever, right? Yes, yep. All right, boys. Thanks so right. much. He'll get, get you uh, uh, slated away, and uh, good luck to Oak Leaf, and, and, and yeah. we'll, we'll have our eye on you. Appreciate yeah. it. You, yeah. you bet you. Uh, Hick. Yes, sir. I um, rarely do this. Uh-oh. But since, you, since you often uh-huh. take a pass on the 6 o'clock hour of the program. I do. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll come in, but I, 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 I know. I'll bring up points that I've made in the past. 
I bring up points. I, you know, I'll do that sometimes later uh-huh. in the show. I mean, they're just so good. I hate for them to just appear once. Oh, so you'll re- redo. Just a, just some points of emphasis, maybe. Good ones. But I'm going to kind of like redo the bit that I did earlier today because, well, quite frankly, I think it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Let me, set, let me uh, set this stage for you, Dan. Let me okay. set a scene. Okay. Scene setting 101. Oh, can I, can, before you do sure. that, can I finish a thought? Yeah. And this is where I got it from. So, Trevor's gotten into the Pro Bowl, which doesn't matter because there is no right. Pro Bowl. But it's, it's good for the Jags. And it's, congrats and he to He will Trevor. be recognized as a Pro Bowler on his resume. I have this. And I, this is why the Pro Bowl has become obsolete. Another reason yeah. why. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley was voted as the AFC's fourth alternate Pro Bowl quarterback. One slot after third alternate Pro Bowl quarterback Lamar Jackson. So, I who, don't who, know. Yeah, why would you pick Huntley? Who if any of the top three quarterbacks voted to the Pro Bowl, which were Mahomes, who isn't going, Burrow, and Allen, I decide not to attend. There's an outside chance the Ravens could have two quarterbacks attending and participating in the Pro Bowl weekend, which would be a league first. Why in the hell did Tyler Huntley? Yeah, that doesn't make any who sense. Threw for yeah. 413 yards, no, no touchdowns, and two picks. Hmm. Be the fourth alternate. I can't tell you. So that's why. That's a big reason why the Pro Bowl has become a joke. I, I, I find it hard. I don't. Who's reporting this? Ravens.com. That can't be right. Adam Schnippner. How could he possibly be the fourth alternate ahead of who? Ahead of Trevor? Ahead of Trevor Lawrence. He's after Trevor? I don't It sounds like they skipped him to get to Trevor. It's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm confused right. well, anyway, about it. But anyway, anyway. I don't, uh, Tyler Huntley shouldn't anyway. be 50th on any alternate list. He right. shouldn't even be on the ballot. That's silly. Um, was Trevor the f- higher alternate? I don't know. I thought you, we said earlier. I don't have any, no idea. I thought we said earlier that Huntley was ahead of him, and then he must have. But whatever, dude. Again, there's no game, so I don't care. It doesn't Although, matter. I will, watch, I will say this. They've, they, I'll give it one try. Mm-hmm. See how I like it. You will. But I will watch these, these other things. I'm interested in seeing them play a long drive contest or, or, or ping pong or some of those other things. Okay. If, if the Mannings are being serious and those are really the, co- the concepts. I mean, maybe they're just throwing silly stuff out there. I don't know. But what E.T., look for me. What officially are the... You know, the, the different contests and games. The Mannings may not be able to save this one. I don't know. We'll see. I think they can. I think they can. I think we can just have, let's just hang out behind the scenes with all these great players and let's let them shoot three-pointers and, you know, uh, throw darts and do other things. I, it's It beats not playing a football game because they haven't been playing football for years. All right, now let me scene set for you. Let me tell you how, one more time. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out this Huntley thing. How did he end up as a fourth alternate? Schneppner noted that Huntley finished it's higher than Schefter. Tannehill, Carr, Mac Jones. The How? three AFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks were Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow. Two alternates landed ahead of Jackson and Huntley. One is Tua. If the other is Justin Herbert, that means Huntley finished higher than Jaguar quarterback Trevor Lawrence. If the other is Lawrence, that means Huntley finished higher than Herbert. So or he Tua. finished. Or he no, knows Tua, Tua was the first alternate. Well, I don't so know. So he finished ahead of Herbert. Tua's still in the protocol, so he ain't coming. I don't understand. But that. anyway, that's yeah. so. That's just that that they shouldn't publicize those things. Yeah. They, no. should keep, they should keep their alternate list under wraps. Just yeah. letting that. Now. If you have a system and a game and a sport where you're saying that Tyler Huntley's better than Justin Herbert, you're a bunch of morons. I don't know how else to say it. That's moronic. Correct. Anybody Correct. of any level of the process that voted for Huntley over Herbert yes. should have their football credentials removed forever. Correct. If you're a player, you're not in the league anymore. Sorry, Tyler. We're going to have to ask Pro you. Pro Bowl is slowly becoming the sports version of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's Nothing worse. makes sense. Yeah, it's worse. It's worse. Have, it is they worse. They have a bunch of different things. So they, ha- they have dodgeball. Okay. Fun. 
Okay, they have the longest drive. Let's go, long drive. They have uh, EA Sports, uh, Madden, it looks like Madden Mobile. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. Best catch presentation. Oh, that'll be fun. Kick tack toe. Okay, that'll be fun. They're going to have to kick it in the box, and then you get to put your ladder uh-huh. up. Yeah. The gridiron gauntlet. They're taking like some of these concepts of like dude perfect and stuff that we've talked about. Right. Um, okay. Move the chains. Yeah, Move the chains. Move event. the chains. All right. Uh, the best catch. I said that, and so and that's it. And then then, then I, I don't see it on here, but I thought that's a flag, flag game. Football. Well, they yeah. do that standalone. I think that's a one. It's like a weekend now, right? One of those stuff of that stuff's on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. you will only watch it if you stumble upon it. That's not true. There's nothing on, Dan. I watch a lot of TV. I will definitely put it on. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say, no, honey, I don't want to go out to dinner. I want to watch the Pro Bowl skill set. Yeah. If I'm home and the TV's on, I will opt for that over Sixers-Lakers or whatever. You would? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not Now, it'll be up to them to keep me on it. Okay. But I don't know if you know this. There ain't much on, Nick. Huh? There ain't much on. Huh? You know, you're going to binge a show. Put- watch it. What? What are you going to put it on? Jags Ravens. Yeah. See, that's watch not, that. Exactly. That's not real. So <laughs> there's that. All right. Now I'm going to set the scene for what. Now I'm sorry. Here's what's going on in Las Vegas right now, Dan. Mm-hmm. Right now in Vegas, Sal, who runs the book, mm-hmm. has gathered all of his employees together and they're going to start kicking around the day's action. There's going to be guys who are more expertise in different conferences and different sports. Okay. Because Vegas always knows, right? Mm-hmm. They always know. So yesterday, they are doing the same exercise, and they're going through the college basketball slate, Hick. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting around, and he's running his meeting here. Sal's running the meeting. He's got all his handicappers there, and they're going to have to put a line on. Guys, next here, we got Iowa State at Texas Tech, okay? Mm-hmm. We got Iowa State at Texas Tech. All right, um, Fred, can you give us some uh, uh, some background on this one? Yeah, here's what we got, boss. Iowa State is 15-5. and five. They're 6-2 and two in the Big 12 they're ranked number 13 in the country. Oh, okay, Fred, okay. All right, Tommy. Tommy, well, tell me about Texas Tech. Well, boss, it's been a struggle. They're 11 and 10. They are 0 and 8 in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Iowa State's 15 and 5, 6 and 2. They're ranked number 13. Texas Tech is 11 and 10. They're 0 and 8 in the league. All right, what else we got? These two teams play yet already this year? Jimmy, what do you got? Yeah, boss, they played earlier this year. Iowa State beat them 84 to 50. 84 to 50? Okay. All right, we all agreement here. What are we going to put the line here? Iowa State 7, Iowa State 8. You know, what should be the line for this game mm-hmm. considering? And then out of, the, out of the shadows steps Joey Mongoose. And Joey Mongoose says, boss, boss, let me stop you here. Mm-hmm. I got some info for you. I think the line should be Texas Tech minus 2. Texas Tech should be a two-point favorite. What are you talking about, Jimmy Mongoose? What are you talking about? How can it be a two-point favorite? One is 13th ranked. They're 6-2. The other hadn't won a Big 12 game. These two played early this year. They lost by 35. Boss, I'm telling you, I got sources. Ride my intel. We need to put the line Texas Tech minus two. Your final last night from Lubbock, Texas. The 0-8 Texas Tech Raiders, 80. The 13th ranked Iowa State Cyclones, 77. Vegas always knows. Texas Tech was favored. Favored by two. And they hadn't won a conference game. Oh, and eight in the conference. And they were down 20-some points 23 in, that game. in the second half. That's where Jimmy Mongo showed up in the arena and said, hey, we need to fix things. Iowa State beat them by 34 earlier this year. What happened? I don't know how Injuries, they Injuries? I, I don't know. I don't know how they were favored. I don't know how they won. I don't know how Vegas. More importantly, I just don't know how Vegas knows. They know. They know every time. They were the top 13 team 
who beat the other guy by 34 earlier this year, who was 6-2 and two in the conference. The other guy wow. has not won a conference game. It's not that Texas Tech beat Iowa State. That's not impressive. It happens. It's that Vegas said, yeah, Texas Tech's a two-point favorite. I can only imagine that all 100% of the money was on Iowa State. Mm. How could you possibly handicap that for Texas Tech to cover? You could. This is the only thing. You ready? Yeah. Texas Tech beat, beat LSU over the weekend. The only thing they got going for them. Texas Tech is 0-8? In the conference. It's a good program. I know. What happened to them? They're 12-10 and 10 overall, 1-8. and eight in You know the what Big that 12. is? You know what that The Big 12 is the best, okay. best conference in basketball. You know what that screams to me? Texas Tech had the beard guy who's been fired for terrible stuff. He's been gone for two years. Right. But Texas, but he was a good coach and a good program builder. He got Texas Tech to the finals. Yeah, they played in the final game. Okay. Guns up. So Texas Tech then hires, like, his assistant guy. Right. And the they ta- won last year. They went to, like, the eight. Okay. The talent was still there. Sure. Now, so he That's is going to be the college version of, of basketball. <clears throat> Larry Coker? Of Larry Coker. Well, let's see. I mean, Texas Tech wasn't quite as good as mine, but I, we'll to your see. point, yeah. yeah. I, that's but what it, you do have that's to what, recycle. That's what's in my head, though. Yeah, I, I hear watch. you. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I was amazed that they're 0-8. I've seen Texas Tech a few times. They're usually in the game when I'm watching them. I obviously I haven't watched out. I, if you would have asked me yesterday before all this came to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, note, mm-hmm. what's Texas Tech's record in the in the Big 12? I would have said 4-4. Four and four. Well, bas- college basketball is weird <clears throat> in this respect. I, I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit more on Saturday of the – SEC Big 12 Challenge, mm-hmm. three okay. and seven SEC, way to go, which I, goes along my lines that the SEC's over. Yeah, and the Big 12 is really good. Yeah, and the SEC's The SEC's overrated. top heavy. They got a couple of good teams at the top, better than normal. They got two in yeah. the top five. Really good. Alabama did a great job against Oklahoma. They got two in the top five. <laughs> Not anymore. Wait till the new ratings come out. Alabama got oh, blown They did. They came out, out yesterday. What, and now what's Alabama ranked? Uh, Alabama currently is ranked number four in the country. After the Oklahoma That's loss. right. They're 18 and three. They're down two spots from good two to four. Gracious. Tennessee's two, Alabama's four. So anyway, so the one thing I took, I, I I'll stand by, SEC's not that good, um, but man, oh man, college basketball, you, that's a hard game. These, and that's why what's impressive about Vegas, because one day Alabama get blown out by Oklahoma. These games are crazy. I watched, I watched Mississippi State play. Yeah, and they were about Florida, to... and they were terrible. Yeah, and then they and then I watched them play this weekend, and they couldn't miss. Yeah, did they end up winning that game? I think they won. They played who? TCU. TCU, maybe? right? So it's just it's a it's a, and then I thought Kentucky was getting it back, and then Kansas had been playing well, and then Kansas beat Kentucky. It's just Mississippi State by seven. Yeah, uh, let's bring in uh, Joe to the U for a quick call this morning on the Fair and right. Fair phone lines. Hello, U of J. Top of the morning, boys. Hello, Joseph. Hey. I need your input on this. We're here. Oh, this has been the number one trending thing for the last couple of days. Don't Hip-hop Harry? Yet. Romo Gate. What about Did it? Y'all think he was saying it or not? Well, he was what? Y'all know what I'm talking about. One thing trending since he said it. I, I don't think he was saying during, that, man. All right, you're going to have to enlighten me. I don't know. Okay, during the game, the mm. guy's a swing pass. He's running. Tony Romo says, oh, he got away. Look at him. It's three minutes. Uh, he got away. Just check Twitter, bro. It's like the number one thing that everybody's talking about. They're tra- they're implying it I got news for you, Joe. I mean, with, with uh, I appreciate, as always, your embellishment, but sit here and scream at us that it's all anyone's talking about, and you're literally the first person that's brought it up 
is I mean, a little bit disingenuous. And a Dan and I don't live true. under a freaking rock, Joe. I feel like I'm pretty in tune with the right. Twitter, right? Thank you. Nobody has texted in. You know, not everybody in the world is on the, your same prawn so- sites hang either. On, hang on. What, okay? he, tell me what, he, what happened. Uh, you know, during the commentary, yeah. um, he was, you know, Romo was doing his thing, and the internet is trying to imply that Romo was about to say the N-word. Oh. Uh, ridiculous. Bro, look yeah. at it. And don't ridiculous. say the R-word, fool. That's not cool. Yeah. But go ahead and, and Google it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I will Google it, and I will check it. And uh, I hadn't seen but it's odd because, honestly, Joe, you, I'm pretty, I mean, we, wa- we watch and look at a lot of the same stuff here, and I, I have not seen that, but I will look at it for sure. I mean, what? Who, Thank you for the call. Who possibly thinks that's what he was saying? Yeah, I don't. I, there's no way. I mean, no, come on. I don't think The so. reason we haven't heard of that, because that's ridiculous. All right. Well, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll keep it rolling. We'll see some New York City headlines and more uh, coming up next right here on The Drill. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. Hassan Beffer Incorporated. Lost, don't you do that to me. We've lost one of don't the greats. Don't you do that to me. Shirley has left as Cindy Williams, the actress, uh, dies at the age of 75. Staple of our youth. You know what? You learn as you grow up. Like when you're a kid, Laverne kind of gets you going. But as you grow up, you really realize that Cindy was the pick all along. Shirley. Shirley was the pick all along. Oh, Laverne yeah. was got you as a kid, you know, with her. Laverne had some dirty vi- in her. Vivaciousness. She was a dirty girl. Cindy was sweet. But uh, Cindy Williams. Cindy was in American Graffiti, too. Yeah, Don't sure forget, is. with Ronnie Howard. She, I, t- I will say this about Cindy Williams, the actress who played Shirley um, of Laverne and Shirley. She aged very gracefully. She always looked. You know who like she was young. married to? You know who the father of her children are? One of the. Uh, I do know this. It was uh, it was somebody of the time. Oh, it was yeah. it. Um, it was one of the Hudson brothers. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have got yeah. that. It was one of the Hudson brothers. So I was thinking. They used that, to have that variety show. I was thinking maybe she ran off with Lenny or Squiggy. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, We've listened to the Tony Romo. Shirley uh, Laverne also passed. Yeah, no, recently. Yeah, so. Um, We've looked through the Romo. That's a real stretch, man. It's bad enough to hold people accountable for what they say, but for you to guess what their intent or what they were going to say, it sounded like a guy that got tongue-tied. And he could have said, so if if the worthy, you know, he just got ahead of himself talking. My God, we'd put Tony Baselli in there every week if it was that. <laughs> Maybe he was just talking about chasing him down, and he just—who knows what he was going to say? But to just assume that he was about to unleash an in bomb is just beyond ridiculous, man. And so, y'all want to? There's your red meat for the day. Chew on it, suck the juice out of it, and this will go nowhere because it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous to now. By the way, now you've gone beyond being the arbiter of what people say. Now you're going to take it a step further, and now you're going to say what they were going to say or what they really thought. It's pathetic, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. you need a better, I don't know, you need a better circumstances to get you going than to to join in on that one. That's That would be what I would call a witch hunt, quite frankly. And that's why outside of whatever these dark threads are on Twitter, where y'all are all in on these these theories it hasn't gone mainstream at all because well it's ridiculous that's why to me from watching and if he was you know if he did then we'd be a different reaction right i've learned that squiggy has also died recently look how many here what's that guy's name the lenny actor he was also the uh yeah he's funny yeah what is his name uh i know his name he's in the those those those, uh mockumentaries yeah yeah he's in a bunch of them he was also we are a spinal tap right with him yes his He's been in a lot of stuff. Is Michael McKean. Yeah, I want to say Modine. I knew that wasn't right. Michael McKean. He was Lenny Kozlowski. 
And uh, he's actually had a, a really good career. Do we have time for New York City headlines? Sure we do. They're Crank to, it up. Uh, again, I hate to do this. They're brought to you by Pet Paradise, you know, unless they're not. I'll just say that. How about that? Now, I just told you all about Pet Paradise. Y'all haven't discovered them yet. What you waiting on? If you love your pet, yeah, you'll love Pet Paradise. Got uh, out of hand. Tennessee's sex cop says she cracked as she details stupid affairs with Randy male officers. Um, Randy, who writes these? That, Got out I, of that, hand. Was, that was not written in Murfreesboro, that Tennessee headline. Ex-beverage cart attendant at Swanky Golf Club alleges sexual harassment by wealthy members. <laughs> it's just in? Really? What? What? Pick a year and that applied. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Rob Gronkowski explains how partying made him a better football player. Look up in the sky. Mysterious spiral formation appears among stars above Hawaii. Yeah, those are called stars. It's amazing. If there were, uh, I, I love the alien fascination, but you know, today's day and age, we have a little bit more concrete proof than, oh, I saw some lights over Hawaii. Jeffrey Star reveals photos of his NFL boo. Fans frantic to uncover identity. So Jeffrey Star is a freak show of a person. Right, he just is, and and he's got like makeup tutorials. I don't know what is Jeff. I don't. Anyway, they do makeup tutorials and the such, and it's not a manly man. Let's put it that way, right? And men it's not a womanly woman. I don't know what Jeffrey Star. Men about town. Ben Affleck hangs with ex Jennifer Garner's boyfriend. Ben Affleck with Jennifer. They look like they're getting a little cozier as co-parenting. Shooting their shot, Steph and Aisha Curry. Opposed development near their $30 million home. That's called, uh, <laughs> there was an old phrase we used to use in investigative reporting. It's called NIMBY. You know what NIMBY stands for? Not in my backyard. Always follow that one when it comes to development. And Return to form, Giselle smolders in sheer dress on the beach yeah, after modeling comeback. That's because Giselle's just a dirty tiger watch. That's what we're learning. Matt Lauer and girlfriend hold hands on New York City date night. It would be that story would be even better if he was holding hands with that Amy Roback chick from uh, Dispatch from GMA. Now we got a story. Social disorder. My Central Park proposal went viral. I was horrified by the nasty reactions. Uh, I don't know why you would put anything online and not expect nasty reactions. You can put the sweetest thing on there. You're going to get your share of quote nasty reactions. Shamar Moore, girlfriend Jezeree Dyson, obsessed with first baby together. Who now is what with who? I just read them, buddy. <laughs> I, I was trying to get the, yeah, okay. All I don't right. know the other, I don't know the lady. I don't, yeah, me Mark either. Consuelos, Kelly Ripa, warned daughter to knock on bedroom door. It's freaky week. I don't like how Kelly Ripa and her husband, Mark Consuelos, are just so open about how freaky they are. It makes it sound like they literally never get freaky, to be honest with you. Electric shock, Tesla price cuts anger owners who bought vehicles just before the discounts. We're very, very quietly getting this EV car stuff shoved down our throat, gang. Don't look now. Every commercial you turn on it is this EV. What a pain, hassle, bite in the butt that's going to be when he gets Man here. breaks fist bump world record. We bled, we sweated, we bruised. Pross, we might be able to break this one. This how, might many be how many? How many? Let's look. All right, this is big. Yeah. This might be the one we can get. <laughs> The redefined fists of fury. Guinness World Record holder David Rush, serial Guinness World Record holder, added to his impressive tally 
after shattering the world record for, wait for it, most alternating fist bumps in half a minute. Half a minute? Oh, we could try this. How many? Hold on. Oh, let's see here. If you come at me with some nonsense like a hundred. At the end of the knuckle mulching exercise, Russian assistant had reportedly pounded fists 273 times in 30 seconds. So nine, nine a times second. a second? That's Hold ridiculous. on, let me see how they do it. I got video. Oh, they're doing double. Ross, we might be able to get that. I'm not doing that. You just got to go. You look like, like this. you're doing that shake weight thing. This is never going to happen with us. <laughs> Why not? The we're shake never, weight. We're never going to get to that. I think we can do it. It's nine a second, friend. Dude, they just one guy sits there and the other guy does this. I, he's it's not doing it second, nine a second, bro. Bro, you get two. Right, you don't need a fist bump. You only need four. Here's what we can do. We can hold this up. We'll count you. We can count you hitting it. Okay. You can't count me, though. You'd have to video it and count it. I don't know if that's getting to 200. That's not nine. Is, this is that just is that, probably like nine you think a second. This, you think this is nine a second? You ready? At the most, it's probably six, six a second. Yeah, maybe six. I don't like That'd you guys' attitude. Really? It's, you know, it's not easy to set a world record, and here we are at uh, the precipice definitely not easy. of getting our name in the book. This is the drill. Turn for home next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Hello, Tony. Good morning. What do you got cooking today on a Super Tuesday edition of Jaguars Today with you and Mike Dempsey? Yeah, we'll check in with Hayes Carline in the 10 o'clock hour at the bottom of the hour this morning. And our question of the day today asking, trying to be as objective as you can be. Okay. How many AFC quarterbacks would you rank ahead of Trevor Lawrence for the 2023 NFL season? Well, for next year. Name the gentleman that you would include ahead of him in the reply for your Pro Bowl quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I think there's, I mean, this is me, and again, this would be the optimistic view. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You really still have to put three. You still have to go put Allen, Burrow, Mahomes. Yeah. You have to. But you could literally go. You could put Ma- a four, though. You could put Mahomes only. You could put You could put Trevor second. That's not outrageous. That's Homer, but it's not outrageous. Next year ends. Okay. Would it shock you if, if Trevor is second best in the numbers? No. No. Not at all. No. So that makes it, I think, fair. Yeah. No. Certainly That's optimistic. Fair. I think fair. the NFL, with whatever their Pro Bowl process is at this point, has created themselves a little that, The Huntley thing you can't come back from. That, that Huntley would be going to a Pro Bowl. Well, you're not, your options are bad. You're right. going to go with what? Derek Carr? Who and the they're not Raiders even playing, like though, so, so does it even matter, like, no. who you're bringing in to play water balloons? No, like, it, it never really mattered. But, you know, you don't – Derek Carr would probably be the next most deserving guy. In the AFC, but he didn't even play the last couple games of the season because his team is ready to move on from Derek Carr. So then what do you do? Russell Wilson? Right. right. Like, And that's right. the kind of level you're talking about at that point. Like, if you take those two guys had. off the board, oh my the next, like, leading passers in the AFC for the year were Mac Jones and Davis Mills. Oof. is the kind of level that they're talking about at that point. Well, Maybe you know Jacoby Brissett has a legit I, 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 argument to be a Pro Bowl. Here, here's an idea, <laughs> NFL, and your infinite wisdom. How about we don't have to have three? We're not playing a game. Why do you have to have three quarterbacks? Or don't make it AFC, NFC. Uh, yeah. Like, there's no need for that anymore. Just choose the six best quarterbacks that are available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, based on whatever guys are opting out, all those things, instead of having to have three AFC quarterbacks or three NFC quarterbacks, here are six guys this year. 
You know, yeah. nobody cares. Six AFC and, and Jalen Hurts would See be next thrilled, year. <laughs> right? That Fields might yeah. actually be able to make a Pro Bowl. They'd yeah. be thrilled if that was the case. That's a good point. But nope. Instead, we're playing these. Imagine, games. imagine if Rodgers goes to the Jets and Brady goes to the Raiders. Imagine the quarterback, like both historically young, up and coming. The AFC would have the biggest quarterback advantage in the history of football, wouldn't they? Probably would. That's... If you looked at every parameter that would include that. I mean, you're already way ahead with the yeah. four. I mean, it feels like we're four v one young quarterbacks. It's Jalen Hurts against those four that we just well, mentioned. It's four, and Herbert is the fifth. Well, I'm including right. Herbert, so right. I guess Lamar, who is the four, because you got Could, Mahomes, Burrow. Allen. Allen. If you want to include Trevor. Oh, yeah, Trevor and and, yeah. and Herbert, 5 And then whatever yeah, you want to do with Lamar at this point, yeah. that guy's a league MVP. Yeah. No, I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, Jaguars today is coming up next. That'll do it to it for a Catlin Truck Accessories uh, Tuesday here on The Drill. See you tomorrow.